Hey, dear listener, just want to let you know that this is an actual YouTube video that we have posted over on our YouTube. So if you are willing to see my silly face and the silly faces of my group that I have pulled together for this one shot, then please jump on over to Tasty Doom Podcast over on YouTube and give it a watch. Thank you so much for your continued support over this year of podcasting. I seriously cannot believe that it has been this long. But anyways, enough of me blabbering and let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome everybody back to another Tasty Doom livestream. Today, as you have noticed, we're doing something a little special. We are doing our first D&D 5e one-shot with the lovely folks at Wolf Fo- or Dungeon Fox Chronicles. I almost said that wrong. It's okay. <laughs> but guys, thank you so much for joining. I've already seen that there are so many people right now watching, so this Hopefully we can bring an awesome show with amazing characters and just have everything just go awesome tonight. I I doubt it, knowing me, I always have technical difficulties on every one of my streams, so we're just going to roll with the punches and have fun. And since this is live and not pre-recorded, we're going to have some problems. Uh, we're just going to go ahead and we're going to do a little small uh, promo promo section. I keep looking at chat and it's distracting me. <laughs> I apologize, chat. I will not be interacting with all of you guys tonight. Chat is your guys' area for tonight, uh, as I am trying to uh, plan a world around the amazing characters that are going to be found tonight. But anyways, hello, I am Tasty from the Tasty Doom podcast. You guys can follow us anywhere where you can find your favorite or on your favorite podcasting app. I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but I occasionally, Sundays and Wednesdays, I do live streams. Sundays are video games. I like to do a little bit of horror games with some friends and family and get scared along with chat because chat can interact with me and yell at me. And it's it's just it's a fun time. And then Wednesdays, as of last Wednesday, I have uh, started my first crafting stream. So we are going to start making metal art sculptures. And hopefully if everything goes well, I plan on moving everything out in my garage and eventually doing a huge sculpture work and stuff and have all of you guys along with the journey. It will be a ton of fun. So everybody, from me to you, welcome to the stream. I hope this will be a ton of fun for both you, me, and my amazing cast, which let's go ahead and move on over into their promos. So first up, Mr. Sleepy. Hello. I am Sleepy Meta, also known as DM Bort, Bort DM on Twitter. I am the husband of that one down there. Uh, I do woodworking, leatherworking, cabinet maker by trade, and I've been playing D&D for how many years? 21 years. Holy cow. <laughs> That's a lot more than me. <laughs> All right, and you are Eric going to be playing... <laughs> I am going to be playing Raggle, the wild boy feral ghostwise halfling, raised by animals. I'm so he excited. is a mostly druid, barbarian, uh, homebrew, a uh, circle of hybrids. Probably get a link later or whatever if people want to see that. So, yeah. Heck yeah. All right. Moving on to our next one, Mrs. Larn. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Lauren, also known as Lauren or L. Matson Art. Um, I am an artist and full-time nerd. Um, I work in animation, and um, I created this little world and community called Sky Cowboys. If you like horses and birds, slap them together, you get Pegasus. That's what I live on. So um, 
that's me. I am playing a sweet little old owlin lady named Muriel Burlkeep. Um, she is a baker and cook. I'm actually using Dragon Stew's cook class. Um, well, actually, I'm using their baker add-on. I am using a cook class from DM's Guild. And um, yeah, she's going to cook up lots of tasty treats for you all on Tasty's podcast, Hearty Har. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there we go. I just I just made that connection. That is that's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mr. TJ. Hi, uh my name is TJ Sori. Uh you could find me on Twitter at uh Major A Monkey or Major Monkey or however you want to pronounce it. There's plenty of ways. Uh also on YouTube at TJ Sori. Uh I used to do a lot of web animations uh for D&D stuff and uh now I pretty much full-time freelance doing animation work. Um uh, but you can still find me sometimes uh on YouTube or on Twitter. Uh today I'll be playing uh Lord Viren Avostin Nayel. Uh, he is a Nightlin, uh, which is basically the Owlin uh, race, which we have turned into a bat-like race, uh, which I'm incredibly excited about because the artwork done by Lorne was fantastic. Uh, all the artwork done by Lorne for all the characters was amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, and the class that he'll be playing, or I'll be playing as, is a homebrew vam uh, vampiric class uh, called the Siphoner. All Has a right. lot of things to do with blood. Yeah, I'm I'm super super excited for this character. I I have to play favorites. This is my favorite character. I love them all, but I love this one just a little bit more. All right, moving on. Mrs. Wolf. Hello, I am DM Wolf Fox, but I'm not the DM today. I get to be a player and I am so excited. Yay. So I I am the DM behind Dungeon Fox Chronicles and the blogger behind Dungeon Fox Chronicles. I am married to the that one, the furry one, and I have been playing D&D and Pathfinder and Call of Cthulhu, and I'm expanding into other things now, too. But you can find me on Twitter at DMWolfsFox or at DungeonFox.com. Dot com, and today I am going to be playing Dungeon Matters um, Siphoner class. I am a Harrington called Faye, and she is a little bunny bomb full of energy. And I like to eat magic. Yeah, yeah. This this is this is going to be awesome. I did forget to mention. I uh, if you guys haven't already noticed, all of these characters are not found in the normal book source. I like to make overpowered characters and use outside sources that a lot of DMs don't allow in their games. And instead, I like to actually be challenged as the DM. So I like to see who can mid-max their character the best and actually challenge me in combat, roleplay, and just kind of see the kind of inter different interactions that we can get. Oh, nice. You actually linked it in there. Yes, so you can find many and many of these classes and races on the DM's Guild or D&D Wiki, though that that place is a disaster. And as a disaster, everything there is broken. If you don't know how much, just listen to my podcast because that's where all my stuff came from. And it <laughs> they definitely challenge me there. But we have one more final uh, promo to go out. And that is to the amazing uh, Heimsdale or Carl on, on Twitter. He is an amazing writer. Uh, let me get my notes right here. 
He has been playing uh, TTRPGs since the 1980s. Uh, he has a lot of experience. And working with him on this project, he has taught me so much. He is actually the one that has written this uh, one shot for me. I reached out to him and he was absolutely amazing on being able to get this done in time for me to not only have it for the stream, but also to study it. Uh, he asked me plenty of questions about my world and was able to incorporate a lot of the stuff to, to help me incorporate it into my world. But this will be a book that, ooh, I'm cutting out. But this will be a book that you can find on the DMs Guild and RPG Place. You can find the link just below on the banner there. I highly, highly recommend him. I have a couple of his books, and they are well worth it. Superiorly written, with plenty of encounters, maps. In fact, I should actually go into more of what he does. Uh, he's been publishing in DMs Guild for a year now, with eight scenarios, one encounter book, two unique backgrounds, five map packs, and eight subclasses available, all of which can be found on DMs Guild and Drive Through RPG. Guys, he is super supportive. I have talked with him several times. He is just an amazing writer, an amazing person. So please, if you can, reach out and give him a little bit of support and some of the love that can be found in this community. And that, I believe, is everything. Is there anything? <laughs> yep, and you are in chat. So welcome, Heimdall. This is going to be so much fun. Is there anything you guys would like to go over real quick, or are we ready to jump on in? Good? All right. I'm ready, yeah. Okay. I am doing all new stuff. I have some music and stuff, so we're going we're gonna to try this out and see how well I can actually tell a story live, because all of mine have been told in recording. So, without further ado... You all find yourselves in your mansion on the hill, overlooking... Oops, hold up, this is a little... There we go. Overlooking the magnificent city of Solaris, the main trade city of, of the Highlands found in the northwest corner of Amberdyne. You each have been prepping yourselves for the for the wedding of the prince and the elven mistress. You guys have been invited. You have set your sails towards Solaris and arrive at the docks. Okay. You do notice that the docks are quite busy for this this time of year. I think I can... Oh, that was a hard stop. My bad. You do notice that the docks are very busy, but as you, as you walk up, you are greeted by a lady by the name of Terinthia. Hello, and welcome to Solaris. I see that our greatest champions of the nations have finally come. What brings you here in this dire, dire time? Did you not receive the message? Uh, Byron will look at the rest of the group. Oh no, I, I'm sorry. Did, did I lose it again? It is okay. I, it, is, it is amazing to have our heroes here, but 
Unfortunately, the wedding has been called off. The king has passed away from uncertain circumstances, from questionable circumstances. Questionable, you say? Yes, uh, it's, we're not exactly quite sure what, what has happened, but the... Do what? No one can hear anything but you. Oh, it's because I turned. Okay, my bad. They miss Muriel's adorableness. That's okay. I know, it's my I'm bad. <laughs> That's okay. I There is more Muriel to come. Man, and that was on 20, too. I'm going to, let me turn all this down real quick. Faye starts cursing because she really, really wanted to see Regal and something that's not dirt. Yeah, you just you just see Muriel in the back just mumbling to herself. You guys can't actually hear. Her. <laughs> <sighs> yep, like I said, there's gonna be technical difficulties. Uh this is this is live stream. This this is what happens. All right. Live so. stream life, yo. <laughs> live yo. stream life. All right. That's when we don't have like a big old studio. <laughs> yeah. Let's <laughs> right, pull everything back in. You guys are Maybe still day, standing hopefully. in front of Tarinthia. You have asked her about why everything is in dire straits and the fact that the king has been has died, passed away from questionable circumstances. She is unable to actually tell you why. You do happen to see that she is a little nervous looking around each way. I, I I, I don't really want to assume kind of what has happened, but there are a few rumors going on around town. Oh, I like rumors. What are these rumors? Please tell me the rumors. Well, it's it's really not safe right here. Could could we go somewhere a little more private? Lead the way. All right, she will lead you down through many of the busy city streets uh, into an alleyway where you guys are more secluded. You guys, on your way through, you do notice that there are a lot of these soldiers geared up and moving through the city, headed out towards the east. Are the soldiers of, are the soldiers wearing, like, the insignia of the crown? Are they the current crown soldiers yes, kind of gathering? You do, or are they, okay. You do see that they have this uh, giant sun uh, banner on all of their tabards and emblazoned on their shields as they all march in uni unison outside the city. Um, insight check to see if people are sad that the king has passed, or like how the general populace is feeling about this. Yes, Mark, just gonna do that. I will allow multiple rolls. You know what? I'm gonna roll then as well. 17. Uh, to Betsy. Looking, well, I'll wait. Raggle is just scratching himself inappropriately. <laughs> Hunched over, looking at one of the one of the corners, scratching the fleas from his from his uh half uh, half bare arms. <laughs> Byron flicks his tail at Raggle. Stop that. <laughs> Muriel rolled a non-natural twenty for her insight. Ooh. Ooh. Beautiful, dirty nice. 20. So, Faye and Muriel, <laughs> as you guys are walking through, looking at all of these soldiers marching around, the, the armor uh, and the shields clinging together to almost make this deafening noise as they walk uh, or as they march right beside you. You guys turn down one of these alleys, but you do notice that on many of the buildings, especially towards the, the main keep in the, in the distance, that there are several flags of of the king and of the the city of Solaris at half mast. 
Okay. So the the city is generally in mourning. The king was liked, right? Yes, he was. He was okay. very liked. You can definitely see many of the people are uh of a downer mood. You you know that that there there is a prince and that he will most likely be crowned in in this in this time, but everyone does seem to be unhappy at the situation that they found them in, especially with uh the assembly of all of these soldiers within within the city of Solaris now marching out. All right. Um, as we kind of turn into the alleyway, Muriel wants to ask um, Terinthia. Oh, I mean, who would murder the king? I, I, you know, everyone seems so sad about it, and I, I just, I, I can't see why would. It, I mean, you didn't say murder, of course, but, you know, you said mysterious, so my brain just goes to those places. I mean, what, I mean, can you tell us more about what's going on? Uh, we, we think um, there, there are rumors that the king was poisoned. Oh, that is murder. He was, uh, he, everyone kind of suspects, it, including, including the prince, that, uh, uh, you know, the prince... Uh, Prince Lurian, he he suspects that the 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 Alderheim Conclave um, is to blame. You you do recognize this name as so the Highlands themselves are on a giant plateau. It's a mountain on top of mountains, and you guys are in a large valley where the city of Solaris rests. I uh, mm. just down below the the Highlands is a giant elven city and fortress. And they are known as the Elderheim Conclave. Okay. Okay. Uh, Terinthia, uh, wh where are you hearing these rumors from? And if you don't mind ask, since we have uh, just met, uh, what is your position within the crown? I, I I just I just come around and and help the dock workers. I I don't really have anything to do with uh, with the crown itself. Ah, okay. I just so these rumors are just street rumors that you are hearing. These are mostly just street rumors. Yes. Where could we go to meet someone uh, from the crown? Uh, you could you could maybe go up and uh, and gain interest entrance in into into the capital, but I. The, the prince has left on one of his hunts. I would assume that it is just to separate himself from a mourning city to maybe relieve some of the stress. He should hopefully be back within the next couple of hours or by evening at least. Oh, I'm sure they know us, dear. Don't worry. We'll amble our way up there and see if we can just get into the courts. It should be no problem. I think if anyone could help this this city in its dire time it would be you thank you dear you're very sweet she kind of like pats her arm <laughs> i love your character <laughs> <laughs> all right so you guys turn and go out back into the busy city streets more of these guards seem to be marching around and still all heading out towards this eastern gate you guys wish to make your way towards the the capital yes okay you guys walking through, you can see that many many of these vendors are actually prepping themselves. I uh, thinking back, you can uh, uh, at the uh, at a coronation of a prince that many times that the uh, festivals will happen during these times. 
And you can see that a lot of these vendors are setting up around this street square where there's this plateau up on top. Um, you guys can pass right through going up the hill and off to the, the capital or the castle that sets up in the distance. You guys are greeted at the front gate by soldiers. Holt. Uh, quick, quick question. Yep. Uh, can, uh, on the way there, can uh, Viren try to get word to a spy network to confirm these rumors? Uh, so you can. Um, I would actually like you to go ahead and roll me a percentile die, and I want you to okay. add your proficiency to it. All right. Uh, percentile is 75 plus proficiency is six. So 81. Okay. 81. As you're walking through, you do notice that you, you personally do notice that you have a couple of shadows by you, but they make themselves known as being part of your spy network that you have made in the city of Solaris to help keep rumors, these, uh, evil rumors from happening and Try to gain information of where you need so that you can better protect all of the regions and even the realm occasionally. Mm -hmm. One of your spies does come up to you after you sing, uh, signal at them, and they come up and they let you know that many of these rumors are true. They, they are uncertain if there is fact behind them, but these are the rumors that are circulating throughout the city. Okay. Uh, Viren will probably ask, uh, if possible, keep an eye on the prince while he's out and coming back from the city. Uh, yes, yes, sir. You see him as, as he steps away, he takes uh, a solid uh, stance and then gently bows down to you before turning and then disappearing and uh, disappearing into the shadows of the alleyways. Cool. Okay. cool. You guys make your way up to uh, the capital or to the castle, and you are greeted by two guards. Holt, it is good to see you here, but as typical, we will need your weapons before you are able to proceed inside. Okay. Muriel just like unhooks her tiny little dagger. <laughs> We know that for people like you, that many of you don't even carry weapons, and that honestly disarming you doesn't really mean anything, as you are all talented. But it is a courtesy of the crown that we have to make sure that we, we collect weapons. You never know who could be going in and trying to assassinate somebody like our poor king. True. I would be worried if you didn't take such precautions. Yes. Precautions is actually the word that was evading my mind. Thank you. <laughs> I had to make up stuff. <laughs> All right, you guys each hand over your weapons. Raggle Bacon's just over hit. Oh, she'll hand over her crossbow and dagger, and then you're just gonna watch her put her staff through her sleeve and just make it disappear. Go <laughs> as she puts it into herself. You guys do turn and look back at Raggle, just kind of like looking at his paws, and they're like. It is okay. We we understand. <laughs> they they step aside. The gates open, and you are allowed entry in. Where would you like to go first? We know the prince isn't there, correct? Yes, mm -hmm. he right. he is out on a hunting trip. What about the person he's supposed to marry? Do we know if they the went princess? with or yes. not? Uh, okay. so 
he was uh prince lauren was supposed to be married to uh the princess of the elderheim conclave but mm -hmm. figuring that everyone believes that the the conclave had killed or assassinated the king that the wedding is called off Right, but is she here? Do what? Is she here? Is she, is she here? Is that is that Elven Princess actually like physically here, even, even though the wedding is called off? Uh, asking around at most of the guards, uh, she is not there. She has been escorted back to her, um, her state. Okay. Okay. What about? Uh, go ahead. I was gonna say, what about like? The king, the king or prince, what about their aides, like their assistants, their attendants? You know, is there like a head of state that we can talk to that kind of like runs the show when royalty is not around? Is there someone like that? Yes, you can definitely go in and talk with many. Uh, one of the one of the one of the guys that you can talk to is uh, the high cleric of the Temple of Solaris. Um, I've got to actually try to find his name. Uh oh, I'm not actually finding a name. Make one up. Yeah, make one up. We're gonna, we're gonna, <laughs> we're we're gonna call him Carl. Uh, Carl. Carl, Carl, the Great high name. cleric of the Solaris or the Temple of Solaris. Okay, sweet. Okay. So as you guys are walking through, trying to find uh, some of the. Some of the people who have helped the king and then you have personally talked to, many of them cannot be found, as a lot of them are actually attending to the king's body. They are trying to uh, try to uncover what is going on, and many of them cannot be found in this process. But you eventually do find Carl, the high cleric, uh, wandering around trying to bless the capital as he walks through from any unclean spirits that may have found themselves dwelling in the uh in the, in the death of the king. Ah, it is good to see you guys once again. I wish it was under more fortunate circumstances. Ah, that's that is very true, but things things happen and Solaris be praised, it will maybe not happen again. Can you tell us more about what did happen? Were you there at the time of death? Certainly. We, we were doing the normal banquet of, of the king, and as we had brought the food out, we had many people already taste-testing the food, but eventually when it finally got to the king, he started to cough up wiped foam and eventually fell on the floor dead. We tried our best to revive him using many of our magics, but unfortunately, whatever it was, what found into his glass eventually took his life. Oh, so it happened. Okay, so he, you say he drank something, and then that's that's what that that's what happened before he died. That's that is what I have seen with my own eyes. Hmm. Um. Quick Where question: Can I roll? insider history or something to see if Muriel might know what would make that white foaming effect before death? Sure, go ahead. 
Sweet. You what said check, sacred knowledge. What check do you want me <laughs> to roll? Uh, so go ahead and make me a uh, intelligence check. Okay. And go ahead and add, uh, actually, I believe it would be a nature, I think would be more up your alley. Okay. That's great. Sweet. So that is going to be a 17. 17? I, through your, your works at, oh, I forget the name of your, the, the witches. Witherbloom. Wither, or not Six. Wither. Oh, Six yeah. Haven. Yeah, it was cause, it's because you're college. Um, yes. So through through your studies at, at the college, you you do know of many uh, plants that can cause severe effects and eventually even cause death itself. And you do refer back to one. Uh, I would say it's similar to a nightshade, but it's more of like a crimson color and is known as death's bloom. Um if if ingested, it can cause uh, the body to to seize up, to spasm, the the white foam to come out. But normally, you would find that that can easily be taken care of, especially with a high cleric near there. So you're uncertain of what it actually was, but that that is probably a good starting spot, is what you're thinking. Okay. Do you still have the glass? I no, we've we've had everything properly cleansed after that because we had several of the of the nobles from the conclave here at the time, and we were worried that there might be more poison. Oh, where's the Where's the man that served the drink? I simple Reginald. You can be found down in the kitchen right now, though he is under heavy guard for well, the scenario. Good. I should like to speak to him if possible. Certainly. I would imagine that you know this castle well as you have found yourself here many times. Yes. Is so, there anything other information that you can give us? That is all I have for right now. Right now, all I am doing is just cleansing, cleansing the capital and then by tomorrow we plan on having the viewing of the king's body at the temple. I would hope to see you there. We would be honored. Very well. May Solaris be with you. And he begins walking. You can actually see he's got this urn that is has this smoke coming out on each side, and he continues to walk by you, swinging it from side to side, cleansing, cleansing the capital. Well, one last thing, High Cleric Carl. Yes. When did this occur? I know you said a banquet, but how long ago? It was three days ago. Thank you. And he turns and continues continues his uh, ceremony ritual. I don't know what you want to call it. It's one of those words. Okay. Do you guys, you guys want to find your way down to uh, the bakery? The I just forgot the name of it. <laughs> Fins. Yes. The, the, the yeah. Uh, Faye, question for you. He looks up at him. How long can magic linger for you to sense? Ooh. Is it tasty? I mean, I would assume so. It was probably wine. 
No, dear. She she means was the magic tasty. She eats magic. Remember, dear. She she eats. Remember, she eats magic. And she's like yeah. that. That would be a GM choice, I do believe. Yeah, cute. It doesn't say how much, how long it would re- like. If I can eat things, how long does it have to be there? Is it like crumbs I can still pick it up off the floor and crunch on it, or is it? It goes away after a little bit. I would, I would say that with, um, with my world, with the way that the weave interacts with the world, that magic can linger for a certain period of time before it eventually unwinds itself from the object or the ma- where it found the magic to happen. Um, there yeah. is a possibility you could find a couple of lingering effects. Faye looks up at. At Myron. If it's tasty, it might still be there. Some things are nasty and just goes away and it's not anyone's loss. It might be worth checking out first. The banquet hall? The banquet hall. <laughs> uh so I just realized this and chat, you're gonna you're probably gonna laugh. But so Veron is actually like eight foot, almost nine foot tall. And just by coincidence, I put Faye underneath Veron and Faye is only like two <laughs> foot tall. So <laughs> when, when you look up, Fox, you're actually looking it's, up. Because <laughs> I am two foot five inches tall. That is Oh, it's so funny. I, I just love how accidents happen. Happy accidents. Mm hmm. All right, you guys wander through the corridors of the capital of the main uh, castle of Solaris and eventually find your way into the Great Hall. And off to the side is these uh, several different kitchens of different sizes. Many can be used for personal, others can be used for the great, great banquets that are found within this hall. You guys open up the door and walk inside. You can see a guy over in the corner. He seems to be shackled in the kitchen, which is an odd thing. But he is shackled down, and you can see four of the royal guards around him. They don't say anything. Is there food on the counter? There is There is no food. You do see uh, this guy actually cleaning up a lot of a lot of the dishes in one of the sinks. His back is to you. So oh, we're we're in the banquet hall, and if I understand this correctly, the kitchens are off to the side but visible. So they're they're through a door, but they are I off see. to the side. Okay, great. Muriel will eventually go in there, but let's finish up this first. Okay. So Faye, do you sense anything? Faye would hop off of Regal's shoulders and go over to the what I'm assuming is the main table where the king and them would be seated. And can I do an arcana check to see if I find any lingering magic? Okay, so you don't you don't actually want to go into the kitchens just yet. You want to go Not towards yet. towards the head no. of the table where the king was yeah. at. All right, so you hop off of Veyron's shoulder onto the table itself and just kind of skip your way across the table as you are always this bubbling energy around the, around your group. You get towards the, the, the end where the king would normally set, and there is a goblet still there, but it does seem to be cleaned and fresh for uh, the use of most likely the prince if he ever is to come back. I would like you at this point to go ahead and make me an arcana check. 22. 22. Oh my gosh. 
I lift nice. my finger. I go like this, trying to find like a little breeze of magic. <laughs> you it. you actually do feel this slight presence, this cold chill going down your back, the the hair on your on your neck going straight. You walk over, and just beside the gauntlet, you can see this purplish aura there. You actually reach down and pick it up, holding it in your hands. Faye's eyes will match that purple aura, and the little black bunny foot on her belt starts to glow as well, and she's going to just look at it, and you can tell she wants to lick it, but she's going to not lick it at this point in time. But she will use... What do I want to do? She'll hold it up and go, Byron, look what I found! You guys... <laughs> what does you it guys, look like to me? <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys turn and look at, at Faye, and you notice that she isn't holding anything, which has always been a weird thing, and you constantly have to tell her that you guys cannot <laughs> see magic like what she can. Uh, Faye, you're doing the thing again. Oh, that's that's I, that's very sweet, dear. But I, I can't see anything. Is it my Viron Raggle? Is it my old eyes? But I can't see what she's holding. That thing. No, no, she's she's holding magic again. Oh, oh, I see. I just realized I don't honestly have detect magic or like like to identify what this thing is. It's just magic, <gasps> okay? So I'm gonna lick it. Magic. I'm gonna lick it. <laughs> Gonna 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 lick the 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 purple ice cream that you found in your hand. I want to lick the purple ice cream, and I'm <laughs> I'm going to consume it. All right. So you take a sniff at this aura that you have holding in your hand, and you just put it in your mouth and just nibble right off the top. You can feel instantly that your body starts to pain, as if this this energy seems to be trying to suck the life force out of you, but being Ooh, resistant to the to many different kinds of magic and ingesting all of these different kinds, you easily shrug it off. This is a necrotic magic. If I roll another arcana check, is there a possibility I can identify what the spell is? I would say probably not without an actual magic identifying spell. Um, okay, fair enough. I I. You could roll, and then I'll see if, if I can give you a little bit more details depending on, on how high you roll. So I can't see it, but can I detect magic on it? Uh, yes, you can. It's giving I me heartburn. <laughs> I will walk up to uh, Faye, kind of grab her tiny little paw in my large hands, and I will cast detect magic where I am assuming she's holding the magic. Okay. So Veron, you you gently glide on the edge of this table, walking over beside Faye. You're still so tall that you actually have to go down to one knee. And you reach <laughs> up and caress her hands together, holding uh, holding hers right in the middle of yours. And everyone else, you guys actually can see this little bit of a light come through his fingertips. And you recognize this as a severe inflict wound spell. Uh huh. Um, I have inflict wounds as a spell. Savira so knows this spell. Mm. 
Uh, Byron, you can give me you can give me these snacks. I don't believe you want those snacks. Muriel just just burned you. (laughs) Muriel just like leans over to Raggle and is like, "Do do you know what they're doing, dear?" He just gives a shrug. Rat, you you do. You do see Raggle towards the end of the table. He sitting on his rear, actually scratching uh, towards the back of his ear. You do notice he wa- he An seems animal. to walk over and sniff the legs of the table itself. Byron <laughs> uh, will stand back up. Well, it is a spell uh, of immense necromancy. Yeah, you okay. do. You do recognize, though. Though the power has waned severely, you get the idea that there was no poison itself. There might have been uh, a little bit of, um, a little bit of this uh, poison added to the material itself or to the liquid, the wine that was found in the goblet. But you actually, right. you actually sense that these were actually probably formed runes on the goblet on the inside. And then mm-hmm. once once the king had actually touched it mm-hmm. and went to drink, then he was infected or uh, blasted by all of this necrotic energy. Okay. Uh, in this world, uh, would this be a sufficient enough reason why a cleric couldn't resurrect him? Yes. Or should... Okay. All right. Just wanted to make sure that was it. Is there um, any guards in the here? I, not really. The The... So the the dining hall is pretty much all to yourselves besides what the uh the clanging dishes and things that you can hear into the room right next to you. Erin, cover me. Yeah. And she puts her her hand back into her rib cage and pulls out her staff of the magi and she snaps it on the table a few times and does detect magic to see if there's anything else in a 30-foot bubble that maybe there's runes under the table or chairs or if it was just that cup. Okay. Uh, so you guys watch as you can see this pulse of energy around the area. You can actually see that many, many of the the the, the candles that are lit in the room actually snuff out from from around. And taking, can Byron put his wings around her to cover her. <laughs> you can you can yes! easily just like maybe. <laughs> Yeah, you can stand up easily okay. and, uh, and unta- untangle your uh, your wings as you use them as a mm-hmm. cloak and then easily wrap around her like you're almost giving her a hug. Yeah. But, Faye, you find yourself concentrating on your staff, this tiny knock sound from you uh, hitting the table with it and this pulse going out ever so gently. Everyone in the room can feel this pulse just ever so gently like the the hairs on your arms or your finger or on your uh yeah your your arms or on your head uh tingling with just this energy of magic Faye, as you continue to to concentrate you don't pick up any more magic besides the little tiny fleeting necrotic energy that is starting to die out she she puts her staff back in and her eyes start to slowly stop, start dimming from the purple light. And she looks up and gives two thumbs up to Byron. Bye. Okay. Uh, Byron will retract his wings, put it back in his uh, very proper cloak-like fashion. 
fashion and uh, walk back to uh, the Muriel and Raggle and continue to walk towards the kitchen. Um, would so we've been traveling together for a little while. So would would Muriel see all this and under like know what's going on? She can infer like you found this spell, like because you told us what the spell is, but she was interested in talking because now she'll know right that it's not poison coming from the cook. Someone cursed the cup. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel okay. like Vyam will probably tell you that as he walked okay. past. Perfect. Just making extra clear. Sweet. Muriel's going to toddle along behind because she wants to go to the kitchens too. Although now she's less interested in grilling the head chef. <laughs> So, but she'll go. Grilling? Sorry. You know, <laughs> will never end. I'm full of them. Yeah, raw, raw. To, to the brim. I mean, there there are some large ovens in the kitchen, so watch out. Are guys. you overflowing with them? Am. My batter bowl is full. Uh, Sorry. Okay. Banter. Bowl. Uh, Sorry. It's all right. I, lo- I, bring- love I-, I love the banter. It's great. All right. So you guys wish to move into the kitchen. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So going back to what I previously previously said, you guys open up the door. You can see this guy. He is shackled with these uh, shackles around his arms and around his legs. And you can see four of these royal guards around him staring right directly at you. They don't. They don't seem to say anything. They're just there to just make sure that he doesn't do anything else except for what he is supposed to be doing right now. You do see this individual with this uh, large apron on, his hair pulled back into a, a low ponytail around around the back, his sleeves rolled up, his arms uh, elbow deep in a water washing all of these different, uh, these golden and crystal dishes. Do I know this person? Would I know this person's name? Would I have met him before? I, uh, you have occasionally. He's never really stood out, so you don't really know his name. But you have okay. seen him around before. Is, this what, is so. This is not Reginald, the the person that they told that the cleric told us. Oh wait, did I actually give you the name of the cook? You said Reginald was the guy who poured the drink. Reginald is the cupbearer, but I'm asking yes, about the Reginald guy with the is- apron with his hands in the water that yeah, no. is that the head chef oh, okay. uh yeah you you recognize him as the head chef as okay head, but head i don't chef. necessarily know his name no you don't actually know his name. is okay Sorry. quick quick flavor question okay. is that because muriel never never thought he was interesting enough to know or is that because she's just never met him no typically what would end up happening for for flavor is that um you are a lot more advanced in cooking than pretty much anyone else in this nation. And typically, sure. whenever there was going to be a banquet at, at the castle, you would actually pretty much shove him off to the side doing some of the menial tour, uh, chores of cutting up the vegetables or something. And he always referred to you as, yes, chef. And you always referred to him in, in the common sense of, of ki- kitchen linguo. And so you never actually learned his name, but pretty much any time that there was a banquet or you would find yourselves eating a meal there, you were always the one in the kitchen making the meals. Right. But I, but he wasn't, he didn't impress me enough for me to remember his name. No, no, not really. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He's beneath you. The bummer for you. Beneath you. Well, yeah, it's kind of a bummer. Cook a souffle. (laughs) 
He's a bad batch of dough. Okay. Um. <laughs> All right. Let me just get that in my notes. I'm hating none of this. <laughs> uh, Viren's gonna look at one of the guards. Yep. Uh, and ask, "Where's the cup that was served to the king?" Uh it it was taken uh taken with the the high cleric to be to, to be tested. And it is still with him. Yes, it, it it is where I would assume would would be the the temple in his main office. Thank you. You you do you do notice that the whole time that this this guy his his eyes seem to be sunken and he he doesn't seem to have been eating at all. Like he he looks on death's door. He is he's still continuing to do the chores that he needs, but you you get the sense that he really blames himself. For what happened? Um, he's okay. I'm sorry. More flavor questions. He's washing dishes. Yes. Uh, he looks haggard. Yes. Is is so he he's not he's kind of making he, maybe his work isn't as good as it would be otherwise right now because he's kind of like washing dishes and throwing them or is he being very deliberate about his work? He's being pretty deliberate about it. Um, he he is the the head chef. Uh, you, okay. so now that my brain is actually working, you would uh have constantly referred to him as your sous chef. So you just kind of yep. he kind of got the nickname Sue from you. <laughs> okay. Sue. Okay. All right. So um, Muriel would like to approach the counter, and um, she sees these dishes kind of around. And she goes, oh, Sue, it's good to see you. I see you're working hard still. Let me take these dishes and let me just pick these up. And I'm going to go put these over here for you. Look, you look like you've seen better days. Would you like a cup of tea? If if it would lift my spirits. It's just things things aren't going so well for me. I mean, I could see why. I mean, what a debacle happening. And she pulls her teacup out and in the teacup rises out a teacup dragon. And um, it is an Earl Grey teacup dragon. And she's, she looks at it and she goes, okay, we need a really good cup of tea. And she sets him down and the teacup dragon kind of goes to work. Um, she pours water in and that's brewing. Um, and she she says to... Sue, um, she's like, oh, but you know, I'm sure it wasn't your fault. I mean, how how could it have been? No, no, it's, I just, I, I blamed myself. I, I should have, I should have checked things, things closer. I, I should have, and you can actually visibly see his eyes starting to well up again. It's, oh. <laughs> this, this nation, this nation is in trouble and it's all because I just, I, I didn't, I didn't pay enough attention. And it's well, you know, if it makes you feel better, we don't think it was the actual brew, so it it wasn't anything. We don't think it was something that you made. So you can't get down on yourself for this. You have to be the good head chef and pick yourself up, and you have to be the leader for your your helper chefs and all of your apprentices. So no more tears, young man. No more tears. You you, you actually you actually see him brighten up just a little bit <laughs> from that. So you good, you, and she hands him the cup of tea. 
Yeah, with with that, you can actually see him beginning to smile. You, you, you can definitely see that some some of the life seems to be coming back into him. And as as he reaches forward and grabs it, so do you do you, you mean that it wasn't it, it it wasn't what I served that killed him? No, we don't think so. As far as we know, it was something to do with the actual cup. Not it was not actually the the ale or the wine, whatever you decided to serve. We don't think that was actually poisoned. We think it was the cup. So you can rest easy. Oh, thank thank you. But just just make sure that you are you're able to find the culprit for this. Our our nation has, has been so so well taken care of because of the king, and now that he's dead, now I now I worry for the prince. It's things things just aren't going so well. But thank you so much. And you actually see him actually reach forward and actually attempt to hug you. Is he like super tall? Because Muriel's only like five two. I uh, he's he's probably five ten, five eleven. Oh, okay. So he's not like super tall. Okay, Muriel's just like, yeah, okay, dear, yeah, okay, that's nice. Because she's like, she's a sweet old lady, but she's not like a, she's like, nah, 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 you know, she's like, oh, okay, that, that's nice, dear. Uh, you, um, you do see him, he puts he puts the cup down on the table and starts starts drinking a little bit, but there are a couple of dishes still left in there, so he, start, he starts cleaning and stuff. It's kind of helping well, him process everything now. Okay, okay, I'll let him do that then. Um... And Muriel will just be like, well, since it wasn't the chef, perhaps, perhaps it was someone else. And she kind of turns and looks at Reginald behind the, the guards <laughs> and kind of fixes her gaze over her like kind of half cloudy owl gaze. You you do see this. Uh, he is an older man, uh, well-dressed, and you do see him kind of like shrink back just a little bit but he's he's uncertain of of what to say at, at this point but i do want to ask mr raggle what are you finding yourself to do in this kitchen raggle is extremely bored <laughs> so he is getting uh, into anything and everything he could find to eat if there's anything yes. doesn't matter if it's on the floor or back in the corner well, so the funny part is, is that you guys, since you guys live so near to the capital and you guys are always welcome to come in, that you actually see that there is this large dish just off to the side of one of the counters on the floor. And you do notice that the inscription of Raggle along, along the rim of it, and you can see this pile of, I, like, I wouldn't say like they're rotten. But any of the food that was that was found, the scraps, Meat any of the food that scraps. was found, yeah, it was found to be unworthy of the king's plate has actually found itself in this corner and it's piled up yeah. pretty high. And you can see Raggle sitting on his butt, taking, oh, yeah. taking the butt down, just fistfuls. Yeah, just taking <laughs> uh, like some of many of the potatoes or some of the apples that are found there. And he's actually putting them on each uh, each one of his uh, nails Aww. from his bears. And he's just got his hands like this, and you see him just stuffing his face full. Amazing. I'm not low. <laughs> you know, you know, like as a kid, you'd take like the uh, uh, black eyed peas, olives, put them on olives. your olives, and put it, put them on yep. your on your or fingertips, raspberries. And eat them. <laughs> or raspberries. Or raspberries. Yep. 
Of bugles, yes. I'm so happy that entered my mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, that fits. That tracks. That's good. Faye's gonna try stealing something from his boat, his bowl, as Muriel's talking, because she don't like talk. She's gonna right. try to mess. So you Faye. you kind of bound over, and you do see like towards the back, underneath a little bit of the pile, are a couple of these really nice, uh, these sweet carrots. A couple of them have like these these darkened spots on them. They didn't. They didn't look perfect, so they weren't found on the king's plate. You just kind of like reach over and try to grab it. I got a nat one. <laughs> you got a nat one. So as I got a nat oh no. one to try to slide a hand that. <laughs> so as as you bound over, uh, there was actually a little bit of water that had found itself on the floor, and you just start sliding forward. You have perfect balance, so and you're I able can to walk on water. So. <laughs> <laughs> You can walk, you hydroplane. That's walking on water. Hydroplane, <laughs> you <okay>. hydroplane <laughs> on the surface of uh, of this water and go straight towards Raggle. Raggle, you hear this this uh, tra train wreck coming your way as you turn. Your your cheeks still full of this food. I will allow yeah, you I'm to do. Boy. I will allow you to do a check to either. Move away, stop, or just grab your plate and move it move it away. In any decision that you have. I'm gonna grab my plate and shuffle to the side. <laughs> okay, you see you see this bunny, her uh, her arms flailing, her ears uh flowing back behind her. She is just full force coming straight at you. Uh go ahead and make me uh let's go ahead and make it just a dexterity saving throw. Dexterity saving throw. Four. So that's a sixteen. Sixteen. You just you 16. see it with with the quickness of a cat. You reach down, grab the plate, and lift it up over your head as Faye just slides right in front of you and smacks into the edge of the counter, falling back on her butt. Do I take damage, DM? No, you don't take any damage. Okay. You you're <laughs> agile enough that you're you're able to like catch yourself and stop. That's the whole reason you didn't fall in the process is because you were you were gliding on this water with perfect balance. Okay. Amazing. Um It's like this interrupts all the other conversations. Everybody looks back at what just happened. <laughs> you do you do see this the this uh point as uh Reginald and the head chef actually turn a little bit and you can see him kind of smile a little bit. Reginald actually kind of happened to turn around just to kind of give him give him a little bit of a giggle. <laughs> um as all this is happening really quickly, um I want to approach Reginald, who was the guy in shackles, right? Uh, uh no, so the the head chef was in sh was in shackles. Uh Reginald seems to be free, but it looks like he has to stay near the guards as well. Oh, so no one's who 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 are the guards guarding? Uh so the guards are on each four areas of the room. Uh oh, found it found okay. in each corner. Okay, I was under the impression that they had someone guarding. They were guarding someone who they were guarding the cupbearer. No, yeah. they so they 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 really think that it was a poison. You guys are the only ones that know that it was actually uh, a spell that killed it. Everyone right. else thought it was poison, and since yep. it is the head chef's duty to have taste testers and everything, they believe that it was the head chef's uh oh. he he was the one that had killed the king. Okay. Sorry, I was a bit confused about that then. Great. All right. Sweet. I have no action then. <laughs> uh, does uh, what uh, like 
Oh. Holy fuss. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Did we freeze? Technical issues. Bye, TJ. Bye, TJ. Yeah, if he blinks out, it's Aww. probably going to reset all of the cameras, and I'm going to have a mess. That's okay. It's live stream, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we just need to get the other character sheet from, you know, the Discord, and then we can play someone else for, like, five minutes <laughs> until you fix it, right? That's how it works. Uh, Chaos. <laughs> all right. Well, as, so as soon as he is able to reboot, is there anything else you guys like to do? Because the camera cameras haven't moved, so I don't have anything to do just yet. Cool. So now that we we know it wasn't a poison, so essentially everyone in the kitchen is kind of free of that, and mm -hmm. we there was no cupbearer to talk to; it was just the head chef. Um, no, Regal's still or Reginald's still there. Well, that's that's who I'm trying to fit. Who who is Reginald? Is Reginald the, the cupbearer? So yeah, no. Re Reginald, no, Reginald Reginald was yeah he was the cupbearer. And then okay. Sue was there. the head chef. But they they think that since it was poisoned, that Sue was was the uh, the culprit. Right. So now what I'm trying to figure out is I I want to go talk to the cupbearer, and I thought he was the one in shackles being guarded. No, no. Re Reginald is in the other corner of the room. He seems to be uh, drawing many okay. many of the the plates and stuff. You do you do get the sense um, that. Even though they may think that these guys are to uh, are the problem, these guys have worked at the at, at the castle for many many years. So it's more of just an until they figure out if it's true or not, they are still allowed some access to be able to to prep meals and stuff. But they are under heavy guard in the process. Sure. Okay. Um. Okay. Sorry, I was just thinking through an action that I may have okay. wanted to take. Uh, or, uh, Viren will definitely take action if you don't mind. Yeah, I was just gonna go up and offer Reginald a snack, which is one of my morsels, which which gives him a debuff, basically. Ooh. We wanted to talk to him. Uh, Viren does want to talk to him. Okay, so in that case, I would like Muriel to walk over, and um, she's gonna say, "Oh, don't worry, dear. I was just kidding with you. I know Sue from a long time ago, and I've seen your face here around." Do you want a snack? And she offers him like this little morsel, and he's not sure what it is, but it looks tasty. <laughs> he 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 turns and and looks at you, and you can see uh him smiling at it. Uh, you've always constantly liked to give people treats. You've always kind of like kept like little sweets around. So if anyone was feeling upset or had a bad day, you're always able to take care of them at least with uh, with sweets. And he looks at it, and, and you do see him. He kind of puts his head down. It's like, um, I, I, I thank you so much for for the offer, but I, I am not. Uh, I, I'm kind of fasting for for the moment until we are able to find out uh, the truth of the matter. So I have sworn to not eat or drink anything for for a certain period can of I, time. Can I try a persuasion check? You can. I want Muriel to say, oh, dear, if you're working in the kitchens, you can't do that. Food is fuel for the body and the mind. If you are taking care of those here in the castle, you need to take care of yourself and fuel yourself. So she's going to roll persuasion on that. <laughs> All right. Can, uh, can I can I help her on this persuasion by just standing over Muriel, like very menacingly and looking at Reginald and just go, eat it. I have a plus, I have a your, plus eight, ma'am. <laughs> your your eye your eyebrows go high, your head goes back, and you can actually 
pick your lip up just a little bit, and he can see the sharp, like, oh, vampire-style teeth. Style <laughs> teeth. Yeah. Girl's trying to be nice. Um, You've got this wow. daunting shadow behind you. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start rolling real bad here soon because I keep rolling really high. That is a 26. Holy nice. cow! Because I rolled an 18 plus my ridiculous bonus. Lovely. So as as you say those and you hold the the sweet just a little bit closer to him, you actually can hear his belly actually grumble just a little bit. And <laughs> he he looks he looks at it and then looks at you and he he reaches forward and grabs it and just gently just starts taking small bites off of it. Uh awesome. Well, it probably doesn't taste amazing. Those are cow innards and they debuff him. <laughs> You so as as he takes the first bite, he he has he has this such this bright smile as he's like I'm I'm being taken care of I I deserve a puni- whatever punishment I get, and as as you as he takes this first bite, you do you do see his shoulders kind of droop just a little bit, and he I turns. Mean, it doesn't taste like the worst thing. No, but... but it's it's definitely got this the this different texture to it. And he Probably turns personally. and just with with the most heart filled smile, like he appreciates it, but he was hoping it would be a little bit better tasting. But you do see yeah, him like try to would. take another bite. So mechanically, he now uh, disadvantage on all charisma checks. The creature can, um, yeah, he has disadvantage all charisma checks. If any creatures were tar- charmed by this person. Uh, after it ingested the morsel, the effect is suspended for the duration um, for any creatures oh. that the person that tried to charm. So okay. he basically can't charm anyone. And he has disadvantage on all charisma checks for the next ten minutes. So if if he was if he was under a charm uh, spell, it's now dis, uh, dispelled. Is that kind of what? No, he he basically can't charm any of us. Okay, so it's it's and reverse. He, okay. And he has disadvantage on any charisma checks if he's trying to worm his way out of something. Okay, okay. That's the information that I need. Thank you. All right. So you guys are still in the kitchen. What do you wish right. to do? You Does do, Mario, you do. Uh, walk away from Reginald? Stay. I stay with him. He's staying. You do, you okay. do watch him as he's, he's eating the, le- the what's, what's left of this, this, untasty morsel uh viren's gonna ask reginald uh a question um reginald the cup that you used to serve the king was it a new cup or a cup that you have always used it 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 was it was the king's cup itself and you you actually watch him as he's like trying to clean his mouth a little bit and he has to like swallow before he can talk it it is the cup that the the king has always used. And who has access to this cup? Just me, me and and the head chef. That is that is why we are in here for punishment right now. And hopefully, where? Go ahead. Where is it stored? Uh, we we normally keep it up in the uh, the cupboards over on the on the far side. And you do notice that there are uh, several of these different gauntlets up in this glass cupboard. And inside, you can actually see there's these names carved out on the bottom 
uh, one being the king's name and the prince's name. And there, there was, uh, there is another brand new cup in there that has the name mm -hmm. of uh, of this was soon to be queen. Mm. Or uh, what's the name? Uh, that is a good question. Sorry. While you're looking, Faye would like to go over and try to detect magic on those cups. Okay. Uh, we're just gonna go ahead and go with uh, Ilana, with um. Okay. She was the uh, the princess from the uh, conclave. Okay. Right. Oh, I need to be able to make notes here, and my pen is. Come on. Web pilot G two boy. Well, I I just I've got my laptop up in front of me, and I can write stuff on it. Uh, so I just I'm making gotcha. notes. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, while while Faye's detecting magic, um, Viren's also wants to uh, investigate that area to see if it is the cupboard typically locked, and if it is locked, does it look like somebody tried to break into it? Uh, so you you walk over, and there is a decent sized lock there. I uh, mm -hmm. you do notice that Reginald actually pulls a key out from his shirt and and gestures it towards you. If if you are if you were wanting to get into that cupboard, you will need. Uh, Viren will take the key. Okay. Are you the only one with the key? Uh, the head chef normally has one as well. Um, I did kind of sneak this one by the by the guards, but his is his has been taken with most of all of our other belongings. Hmm. <laughs> the guards eye him. Yeah, the, you actually do notice the guards actually stop and turn towards him, and he like kind of like shrugs back a little bit. You're not making a very good case for yourself here, dear. Well, it's it was one of the first things that that the king gave to me. So it's not just access to the cupboard for me, but it was a, a lifetime achievement for me. And so I I hey. wanted I wanted to just kind of hold on. Maybe. I suppose that makes sense. Can I inside check that? You can <laughs> inside check them. That's so sneaky. I, don't know. I, don't like it. I call BS seventeen. Seventeen. It, he seems to be telling the truth. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I believe him. Uh, yeah, I just want to investigate the cupboard, see if it was broken into or uh, at all, or if somebody tried to pick the lock. Okay. Uh, so you place the key in. It easily turns and unlocks. You open up the cupboard, um, and then you can reach up and grab any one of the three gauntlets or goblets. Uh, I'm probably going to, uh, well, do they all, they, I'm assuming they all look different, but they're all very like fancy and everything. Yeah. Do you, but um, you can, you can also see that, um, in behind those goblets are many that are similar as well in case one happens to be dirty. So even mm. though there are three so that are, okay. even though there's three oh, there's up front, there's, there's many, there's many more towards the back. Right. Oh, okay. Problematic. Uh, I want to start uh, then. Like, I want to. So, there, I'm assuming there are extra ones of the King's Cup as well. Yes. Well, because uh, you I start... you you figure yeah, yeah. that because the the actual cup that was taken is actually in right. uh, the 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 head clergyman has it. Yep. Uh, I want to I want to inspect some of those and see if uh, there's any like runic writing on any of them mm. uh, as as well. Um, and did my detect magic sense anything? 
Uh, no, the, the kitchen is definitely big enough. And with this cupboard being on the other side, it would have, you, you figure it would have just been just okay. outside of your area effect. Plus you, you also do know that unless I'm misremembering the spell, but, uh, solid surfaces can partially block the, uh, the spell itself. She recast it. Oh, you recast in it the in kitchen. there? I, yeah, yeah, in the kitchen. I recast it. Like, I, I go in front of Viren and just kind of squat down, take my little toothpick stick, and, like, go, magic. <laughs> oh, well, I apologize. I did not pick that up. Yeah, uh, six of the goblets that are in the cupboard are magical. Are they all of one specific person's, or is it, like, the first six cup? I like, So, as Varen is reaching up and grabbing them and and well, I shouldn't say is actually grabbing that as he's partially reaching up, trying to figure out which which goblet is which. You could definitely get a strong uh, influence of magic on the one on the right, which you believe to be the king's cup. She grabs like she grabs the bottom of his robe and points. Snacks. Bad snacks or snacks. good snacks. I... She'd have to do a flavor check. <laughs> she don't know. She just knows it's snacks. So doesn't, typically, doesn't magic tell you the the school. Yes. The, yeah. Okay. They they're strong necrotic magic. The but same spicy snacks. Uh, guard. Yes. Uh, you actually watch touch. as. Yeah, you watch as several yeah. of the guards actually snap to attention and look at you. All of these cups are infested with dark magic. Don't let anybody touch them. Very well. Uh, Viren's going to look at the rest of the group and says, we should probably get the High Cleric down here. Okay, you actually watch as uh, one, sure. one of the soldiers actually comes forward, shuts the cupboards, locks it, and pulls the key out and putting it into a pocket and then steps back but j not not too far from the cupboard in itself only just enough to give you room he looks like he's going to start standing next to the cupboard itself he is Smart. being very careful attention of which pocket that he went into how far yeah. down in that pocket it went and if it's possible <laughs> to sneak out said key in future so, so he's just very very blatantly just staring at that pocket so a lot a lot of the guards underneath underneath their tabard actually have like a leather satchel it's a small one but it's it's tucked away and you see him actually move uh move his tabard off to the side open the pouch and then stuff the key in there and then shut it and then his clothes seem to cover back uh, cover it back up over okay. um the the guard actually does turn back to you veyron so is does this mean that the king was not poisoned no, the king was uh, not poisoned, but it was a magical spell that killed him. You actually, at, at that, you actually see the guards actually turn to the head chef and to Reginald. Yeah, you should get him out of those chains. So you, you are saying that they are innocent? Uh, Byron takes a long look at the cook and Reginald and goes... They're less suspect than what they were before. Unless they can do very severe necrotic magic, I think they're probably leaning toward in the clear there, dear. Well, then we will continue the last words of our superior officer. We will keep them here shackled and maintain them 
ma maintain them in this area. Yes. Until, uh, who until... is your who is your uh, superior officer or uh, captain of the guard? You you would actually recognize uh, that as oh, okay. uh, Commander Scott. Okay, so I, we know we know Commander Scott. Yes. Cool. 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 Um. Really quickly, this is a stupid detail. Uh, Muriel wants to turn to the guard that took the key. That is Reg Reginald's key now, right? Yes. Um, oh, he took the key from me. He took the key from the cupboard. Yeah, I it was. It, I, I, I'm okay. just. I, I don't think you took the That's key fine. out. You just turned it and then opened it, and so he just reached sure. up, closed it, and then took the key out. Um, I want to turn Why to that guard sure? and just ask, um, what's your name, dear? Uh, Patrick. He goes, okay, thanks. Coming out, I'm just coming out with names off the top of my head, guys. Murray, all <laughs> oh, They're great names. Patrick's great. Yeah. For just so the DM knows, Muriel is storing that in her brain because if Reginald doesn't get his his sentimental key back, Muriel's gonna go hunt down Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Except for one shot, the hunt for Patrick. <laughs> the hunt yeah. for Patrick. Hey. hey, hearing Lauren ask or Muriel ask for a name, Faye's gonna go over, grab the guard's hand, and go. Can I please have your name? Oh. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I was collecting my thoughts. What what did you just say? Faye's gonna go over and grab the guard's hands and just look at him with these big, sweet blue eyes and go, "Can I have your name?" So this is one of the other guards, not the one that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gosh dang it, guys. Um, we're gonna we'll we'll go with um we'll go with Palsifer. Palsifer. Everyone calls no. him Pal. 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 Thank you. And she literally steals his name and writes it in her little book and just walks uh, away. <laughs> everyone called him that. Yes. All, all the all the people oh. in my kingdom are gonna have weird names. <laughs> Unless Faye steals them all. Uh, <laughs> oh heavens! Um, all right. Is there a, are there four guards in here? Right. Yeah, there are four guards. Uh. Yeah, Vian's just gonna go find the the cleric. Yeah. Okay. I'm up for that. All right. So you guys, I, uh, bidding all of the guards and your the people who you've known for a lo for a while as as the head chef and Reginald. You guys leave the room and continue down through the corridors, looking around through through many many of the rooms, trying to find the cleric. He he's not found. You cannot find him. Sus. Um. <laughs> Sus. Sus. Uh, is there a guard nearby? Yeah, you Just can. You can find a couple. Well, you can. Yeah. You, you can find a couple of the maids going going through. Uh, you can find several of them and stop and talk to one of them. Uh, excuse me. Uh, where would we might find a uh, high cleric? God, no, Carl. 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 High Carl. Carl. Carl Cleric alliteration helps. Yep. Hi, Cleric Carl. No, also also known as the uh, uh, GCC. <laughs> Great Cleric Carl. The GCC. GCC. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> I know I'm a mess. I apologize. Fantastic. No, no, no. It's good. Carl, it's good. It's all Carl good. Cleric the Great. Uh, <laughs> I don't know titles. I so uh, stopping at one of the maids. Uh, she turns and goes, uh, "Yes, can can I can I help you?" 
Uh, where would we might find uh, the cler High Cleric Carl? Ah, he actually just uh, just left the capital. He was headed back to the temple to get ready for the um, the viewing of the king. Right. Okay. Thank you very much. And um, Viren is going to uh, look at the rest of the group and uh, kind of like pri not privately, but I guess not like with the maid nearby anymore. Um, does any of you find this suspicious that he might have left earlier than expected? can use magic it, 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 it definitely crossed my mind there dear hmm. but what would uh, he get from the king's Rigel. death the old shrug. if he has an alliance with the Avorium conclave what would Alverheim? anybody get from the king's death alverheim sorry alverheim, alverheim. or Ald alderheim alder alderheim. alderheim yeah alderheim alderheim, alderheim. the tree that's not one of them Alderheim. Um, with Alderheim, I mean, there's many reasons that we would want to kill the king. Um, even the own prince might have some reasons to remove the king so that he might be in power. Uh, what do we know about Alderheim Conclave? Uh, like, do would I have any knowledge about them? Like, from rumors that might have been spoken in the past like month or two. Um, um, not really, uh, since the, uh, great, great fight with the orc chieftain towards, uh, towards the mountains east of them that you guys have actually helped fight back many of these things, ending in a fight with a great dragon that was actually, um, had actually taken over many of the orcs homes and forced them into slavery. Um, you guys, uh, know that the the elves kingdom itself has actually become very peaceful over the last several years and that's the reason all of these talks of marriage and proposals uh have been going very well because of the connections and the peace between these two great nations gotcha hmm okay all right um Let's, yeah, let's just go to the temple. I still think we need to talk to the, the cleric. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you guys uh, give your goodbyes. The, uh, the guard actually standing in front of the cupboard as you, as you leave uh, at, a, you know, at, a, at a proper stance. You guys exit the, um, the capital, collecting your, your, your daggers and whatever weapons that you had on you. And you guys make your way through the city to the temple. And at that point, we are going to go ahead and call it a break and go ahead and start doing our giveaway. Ooh. So let's go ahead. Let's jump back over here to our main screen. There we go. All right, everybody. So we have two amazing items to give away. One right now is technically unfinished because I was doing it on stream. Um, I have it right here. Uh, so I will have. Let me move this mic a little bit closer. I will have a D20 with uh, a piece of wood on the bottom. I will have all of these leaves and stuff done. I will be finishing this on one of our streams. So definitely, if you, if you can, on a Wednesday, come hang out and chat as I finish what will hopefully be your present and then eventually get it sent on to you. But let's go ahead. Uh, we will do the first giveaway for the... Uh, actually... Uh, Fox, I will let you go ahead and do it. 
What do you mean? I get to do the thing? Oh, yeah, you, do you want me to show the second one? Go, well, go ahead and show what, show what the uh, the prize right. is right now. So this is a lovely Sleepy Maida made what? dice tower. It is a white oak. It has lots of things for it to go click clack in. I don't remember how many is it inside, but it's very fancy. That's super it's, cool. It's very fancy. Uh, does this, he, does this he come? He says there's three things in there. Three baffles. And it, three baffles. And it comes with Faye-inspired dice from the Gamer's Den. So it is blue, and it has the yellow from her feathers for being Madame Lola of the Witchlight Carnival. And there's a little bit of green in there, too, because why not? So it so matches, cool. It matches the set that is in one of my dice trays right now. So it's, it's this <laughs> set down here. So you can win a matching set. Oh, that is terrible. There we go. Maybe the, the cameras. Maybe, focus. maybe there we go. But yeah, for that one, you can win a dice tower and click clacks. And and the click clacks to go with it. All right. So everybody, I'm going ahead and start this giveaway. So go ahead and put exclamation point Faye. Uh, estimation point F F A E in the chat. Type it in. Uh, it will only count as once. We will go for about two, three minutes. Everyone, if you guys would like to go to the bathroom, get a drink or whatever, go ahead and take this time to do so. When we come back, we will figure out the winner of the dice and then start our next giveaway. So I will set a timer for three minutes. Awesome. Go ahead and get some music going, huh? Maybe if I can get music going. Refill time. All right, buddy. But thank you for hanging out, though. I'll have to, I'll have to get you something. That's for sure. Because this dude, this this uh, one shot is absolutely amazing. Oh boy! There you go. Actually, get music. I feel bad. Me being out here streaming has become quite the obstacle course. <laughs> I actually didn't actually start my timer. <laughs> Fail me. I'm just relying on you guys. Wireless headset, yo. Nice. Although I am gonna make more coffee. I got more cran apple. I've got I've got a little bit of my coffee left. Nice. Yeah. I gotta put my bread away. Oh, maybe I should show. Well, no, the bread is I already took all the nummy bits off. This is what happens. We so, hang out. um, D and D's hang out for us. <laughs> yeah, this this is all hang out. Um, if you guys are are located in the UK or elsewhere, make sure that you are eligible for giveaways. I know some places don't like you winning things because it's like a lottery or something. Uh, but I can try to maybe get something sent out to you. Mm -hmm. Um, and then if if it ends up being too complicated, then we might we might try to do maybe a different giveaway. Uh, we'll we'll try to figure something out. Is what what I'm basically saying. So you want it? If you want to try to win it, huh? Hates you. <laughs> yeah. So if you if you want to try to win it, put it in there, and then we'll go from there, and hopefully we can get it out to you. 
The USPS allows certain amount of sizing to go. It's ridiculous, the international cost. Um, but USPS is okay-ish trying to send things out. It also takes forever. But so I, I found the thing that happens with international shipping for me is generally the customs for the receiving country. That's generally yeah. what, what gums up the works the most. Um, so if, as long as the receiving country is allowing amazing things in, then you're good to go, but it'd be tough. Uh, Leather, you need to put an exclamation point before that, so that way the bot can pick you up. Goodbye. Come <laughs> <laughs> here, copy. Boop, boop. Um, I don't actually have like a be right back screen. I should probably get one, but that's all right. We're just we're just all just gonna hang out right here. Yeah, we're vibing. Yeah, we're, we're vibing. all we're all vibing. D and D streamer life. Yeah, dang it, it's my first one. I'm trying. Okay, stop yelling You're doing at me. All right, you do it, Kyle. As long as everyone's having fun, that's that's my biggest thing. Fix my audio. That's, that's a given. Woo. Wait, 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 wait! I made my goal. You made your goal. Yeah, yeah. I, I screenshotted yeah. it. 20 viewers? What? No, I didn't even check. I've been so busy. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. guys. I was going to say, it's it's in the chat. It's in our chat. It's been no, recorded. No, if we still have a timer going, I want him to come back because now that my bunny is buff, I want to have an arm wrestling contest with a certain raggle. Like, I want to... <laughs> I'm not going to spend time in game doing it, but if we have downtime, I'm, I, uh... I want to see... I, uh, the, after you mentioned, like, how, like, your strength and after, like, Riggles also liked his strength, I had, I did have a ability that allowed to increase my strength up to, uh, 32. I decided, Aww, ag I decided, I decided against it, because I was like, eh, it's fine, I'll take something else. We have enough, we have enough, like, muscle people already. <laughs> Alright, guys, I will, I will give us... Hinges? I will give us a yeah. one more minute for the Faye dice. Make sure you put exclamation point Faye in chat to enter into the giveaway. And then right after, we'll do our last giveaway, which is for the metal tree. No, I absolutely love Dungeon Matters Siphoner class. The only downfall is the way that 5th edition D&D is currently posed is Constitution doesn't have a whole lot of anything. And as I am a Constitution-based class... It's, it's really hard to find anything that will bump your constitution. So yep. so that book that I asked Kyle to give me a price range on last night was the only thing that would bump your constitution above 20. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, there's nothing else that will bump it. So, right. so my strength is almost, it's one less than my constitution. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's go ahead no, no. and let's figure out who won the Fae-inspired di dice and dice tower. And my dog is just, yes, he's excited no, for whoever the winner is going to be. All right. Here we go. Oh, let me, I need to push the button, dude. <laughs> he's like, let me push the button. I want to push the button. All right. Congla congla <laughs> Congratulations. I don't know if I want to say that name. <laughs> To shh, <laughs> we're just gonna go shh. <laughs> Congratulations, buddy! Make sure you either find me on uh, on Twitter. 
Yo-ish. We're just gonna do that. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna cuss if I say the full name <laughs> out full. But we will we will go ahead. Uh, make sure that you whisper uh, whisper either me on uh, on Twitch or reach out to us so we can get your information and get that sent out to you. Uh oh, who just joined? Someone who's not supposed to be here. So we're going to say goodbye. There you go. See, this, this is why we went into your channel, because you can handle that. I know. <laughs> I've yeah. got enough going on on my end. All right, let's go ahead. Let's start the last. I need to go in here and edit this real quick. Yeah, we're going to make it fun. We're going to make it all caps. All right, everybody. So this is for the wired tree. I will bring it up Woo! so you guys can see it. It is still unfinished, but we will be finishing it on stream. And as soon as it is done, I will be getting it packed up and sent to whoever the winner is. So as of right now, type exclamation point in all caps, DOOM! For you entered into a chance to win this fantastic tree that I will be getting done. If I stop stabbing myself as I'm trying to put it away. Someone in chat asked if our stuff is on D&D Beyond. Because it we're using a lot of homebrew stuff, I don't think any of us really have it on D&D Beyond. The only reason why I have it up is for my spellbook. But most of our characters are, if not the race, the race and the class are both homebrew or D and D or DM guild or D and D wiki material or the amazing cookbook that Lauren has. So, so unfortunately, our stuff is not available to view online. We have like for me, handwritten stuff and type stuff and more and more stuff that's just all notes kind of put together. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that is one thing I should put up. Um, if you've won, won the dice, then if you win the win the wire, I will have to get a different 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 winner. I definitely want. I don't want one person going away with both with both prizes. That is my fault. I should have said that. I do believe that. Shh, ish. <laughs> so no worries. Anyway, Thank out, you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Like, like I said, this is my first time doing a D&D &D live stream. So I like, it's my first time doing a giveaway. There's a lot of firsts here for me. So thank you. Thank you for being so amazing. So once you get Kyle, the, the address will work together to get you a tracking number for when I send the dice and the tower out. Yeah, definitely. I really wanted to try to... I, I would have liked to have had everyone on D&D &D Beyond so that way you guys could actually see and, and do a little bit more interacting. But like, like I said, it's first for everything. I wasn't really sure on how to use it. And there's a bunch of stuff going on. So I apologize for that. I will hopefully redeem that in the future. Like the fact that um, none of my players can hear any of the music that is going on. So that's another thing I want to redeem in the future. Lots to learn. <laughs> hey, Raggle. Hello. I mean, look, at he even has like rocket on his sh his pants like it's great he's all animal <laughs> he's all, all animal. animal i just yeah. i just love the backdrop of of raggle that is just yeah all right 
It, it's the first use of our green screen, and I, I gotta say, I'm liking him using the green screen. What what green screen did you go with? Just one off of Amazon. One off Amazon. It's okay. Yeah. Thanks. It wasn't too terribly expensive. The main thing was I've been using our Celtic tapestries, and it's not big Meow. enough to go through everything, so this is a... 12 by 12 black for me and then I think his is a 10 by 12 that just happens to fit where our streaming space is. Andy. Coffee. Yeah, I, I can hey, definitely I can definitely agree at Heidendale, but it's it, it was just I kinda like my players being like really overpowered, so I was just like, you know what, let's let's not worry about D D beyond and we'll just we'll just do paper and then I just had them send everything so I could double check everything. That was pretty much it. All my streamed games have had D&D Beyond character sheets. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it, it on also, one of yours. It, it's also a little iffy every once in a while because it doesn't update as quickly as things happen. So if you're in big combat, the character sheet that shows up might nice. not have the same hit Cheers. points as what your actual Cheers. character yeah. has because it takes forever to upload. But for the most part, it's Warmer. nice for social times on D&D, but... D&D Beyond doesn't let you put in homebrew um, classes. So you can make your own race, you can make your own items, which is all great, but I don't have a cipher nerd in D&D yeah, Beyond. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta do everything like from scratch. You have to add everything, and it, it can make it a pain in the butt. Analog. I just went, yeah, that's why I just, just went analog this time. But guys, that is the end of our giveaway. So let's find out who won the metal tree. Leather Artisan. Hey! Congrats, hey. Tom. Hey. <laughs> All right. Well, I will be finishing that on live stream on Wednesdays. And as soon as we get it done, I will be getting it sent over to you. That that kind of makes it easy because uh, Fox will be able to just give me information, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, that, that works out really good for me. I mean, you could, yeah. He's one of my Tuesday crew, so hey! <laughs> Sweet. All right, so yeah, you guys can all get a hold of me. Guys, thank you so much for being part of this. Um, but if everyone is ready to go, anyone need to use last minute break check, need to run and grab drinks? Oh, he's presented me chocolate. Okay, I can do that. I'll reach out to him. Oh. Send it to me because I'm sending it out. So if you're part of Lauren's Discord, just send it straight to me and I'll get it sent out to you. Hey, it's a Sky Cowboy! Yeehaw! Sky yeah, Cowboy! Stish. I think. Well. Okay, think that. Shatish. Yeah, that, that works it's, out it's perfect. Shatish, Yeehaw, dude. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it all figured out. Uh, I will make sure I get I get your information, and then we will we will get all of your uh, all of your all of your amazing giveaways for to you guys. Guys, like seriously, thank you so much for being in here. This is my biggest stream, which is absolutely amazing. So, for me to all of you viewers, thank you so much. But without further ado. <clears throat> Oh, actually, let me let me switch back. Do the do the D and D thing. There we go. <laughs> do the D and D thing. Do the D and D and D thing. All right. Yes, man. The moon bear. At last that we left off.
You guys had went into the kitchen, figured out that the goblet that the king had drinking from was actually cursed and not poison. After you guys had talked with many of the individuals that you found in the kitchen, being the sous chef and, uh, uh, why do I do this? Reginald. Reginald. Thank you. Reginald. I have it wrote here, but I still can't read it. (laughs) But you, after you guys had talked with everything, found out that the goblets were actually cursed, you guys have decided to go and find the high cleric, the, the great cleric Carl. You guys now find yourself on the city streets. The guards turning to come back into the city, bearing a wagon with metal chains and bars and a lycanthrope werewolf encaged inside, gnawing at many of the chains around. What do you want to do? Uh, do we have any knowledge of why there's a like a werewolf being brought into town? I you do know that sometimes the forest to the east can be uh, plagued with monstrosities and creatures, and you've got a feeling that the prince has probably come back with a prize. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah, that makes and sense. And it's alive. It is alive, captured. It's gnawing at the chains. It is gnawing at the chains and at the bars that are inside of this wagon. You see that this wagon is actually pulled by two teams of horses coming into the center of town where you guys are just meeting up. You can actually see that towards the back, the prince is surrounded by several of his guards and are moving away from the cart and seem to be going back up to the capital. Ooh. Well, that's Muriel, a Muriel stays far away from that. <laughs> Can I make a perception uh, yeah. check to see how how much I trust those bars to keep the Braggles. thing inside? Braggle's trying to get like a good look like what's going on. <laughs> Front of yours, Raggle? Just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> Perception check, or would that be investigation for trying to stay away from the cage, but just trying to make sure like it ain't gonna break open in two seconds here? Okay, uh, so you can either do a perception on the cage or an insight on the cage. Either one, uh, either one, you can choose which one to do. I'll do perception. That would be eighteen. Okay. Uh, you do notice that right above the, the vertical bars, you can actually see this little bit of an inscription. And every time the werewolf bashes on, on this cage itself, that these runes kind of light up a little bit and then dim mm-hmm. once again. It looks pretty secure. Hmm. Magic runes, you say? <laughs> a lot of that going on. Magic runes, mm-hmm. he said. Is that common in the city? Or at least for the higher-ups? For you've never really actually seen a cage that had this sophisticated of a locking mechanism to keep whatever's inside of it trapped. But as it is the prince himself that went out hunting to have such a great prize that they would probably need a cage 
worthy of being able to withstand the ferocity that a werewolf itself would be pushing against this cage. You have to find out okay. who made that cage. Yeah, would we know that? Or maybe can like suspect anybody in the city that would be in charge of making such a cage? Uh, you could figure that probably the uh, some of the blacksmiths around town could have fashioned such a thing. You, uh, you do actually look towards, um, well, I shouldn't say, what, what, what was your perception? Let me start with that. It was 18? 18. Okay. You actually do notice that towards one of the, one, uh, one of the bars towards the bottom, you actually do see, uh, an insignia stamped in that is, uh, it's a insignia for Paul Quick. And it hit, he was a master craftsman of blacks of blacksmithing, and many of the items that he that he has made was always infused with these magical properties. He's still alive, right? Um, he is a hero from a long time ago, but his gotcha. his crafts were so were so powerful and so well sought out that many of the capitals of each cities typically always have some kind of item produced by him. Yeah. But he's he's dead now? Like can we talk to him or is he dead? There there are rumors that he is still alive, but oh. it has been a thousand years since the day that Paul has been on the, on the surface of this uh, of this realm. So it is only just rumors though. Hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, Viren's still interested in the cleric. Yep. Yeah, so you guys will let the prince get settled in. in. Like on the way, like will we be passing it to get to the temple? So you guys, you guys come into the city square, and there's this raised dais towards the middle, and you can actually see that a lot of uh. Uh, a lot of the guards and stuff actually walk up to where this wagon is holding this cage and actually begin to pick it up. It's it is a very weird sight cool. that whatever this whatever this cage seems to be made out of would be super heavy, including the weight of the werewolf itself. But yet four guys are able to walk over, grabbing the handles built into the side and lift this thing up off the wagon. They begin to make their way towards the center dais, setting it down with just a gentle clunk. But even though the werewolf is still smacking against the, the edge of the cage, uh, the cage doesn't seem to move at all. Ah. But you guys can easily walk by and continue on down to the temple. As, I got a little, I got a little carried we, away with storytelling. No, you're good. Uh, <laughs> love the flavor. Um, as, as we're going by, sorry, did the prince leave the procession or is he still kind of in that area? Yes, he, he has left the procession and he is okay. headed towards, uh, headed towards the capital. I wanted to wave at him as we walked by, but if he's not there, I'm not going to bother. He, uh, so on, on his, on his horse, he was completely surrounded by uh, okay. like two, three different rows of, of Royal guards. You figure that it was probably a bad idea for him to leave the capital in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> But you can understand him wanting to get away because not only was the king himself loved, but the prince was also loved as well. So he was trying to do some kind of stress relieving, but he still has this mass army of royal soldiers around him, and now they are heading up the street towards the capital. Okay, sweet. Onto the temple. Okay. 
You guys continue on down the street. You can see that this mass gathering of uh, of all of these royalties. Um, there's actually a specific word for it. Your camera is ridiculous. I am so sorry. If you see me just like, bleh, yeah, it's because uh, I'm trying to refocus casting, my casting camera. magic through the camera. <laughs> I it's it's Cast a cheapo, the focusing spell. <laughs> it's a cheapo camera, so I am sorry for this, but nope, you're you're totally a fine. Complete butthead. So I, I'm just gonna like attempt. You know, it's fine. <laughs> you might have a camera show up in the mail once you move. Who knows what happens? <laughs> Who knows? In the mail. Mail. things. Anyway, we can continue with the story. Step. <laughs> Here, maybe a dispel will fix it. Come on. Hey. Yeah. Oh, it likes the oh. shiny. It likes the curse. <laughs> it likes shiny things. <laughs> All right. All right let me let me Sorry grab a drink real quick. That. Oh, you're fine. You're totally fine. <laughs> it's yeah, Kyle. I can't hit the hydrate. Hydrate. Man, I, like, hydrate. I know. I gotta. Hydrate. I got. I gotta like physically hydrate so that way i can keep talking and i don't like go like this when i'm trying to talk so you're gonna end up sounding like steve-o yeah, yeah. Dude, it's totally awesome <laughs> totally get to the place he's like oh what's up everybody in the world is a smoker all right so <laughs> let me let me actually get into the wonderful world uh words that carl has actually printed on here instead of like going completely Ooh. offside of the book so as you guys enter or uh, get close to the temper uh the temple words a queue of a queue of solaris citizens slowly uh, progresses, passing the body of the king laid out upon the plinth in his full regalia. A large portrait stands to one side of of the body, showing the king standing with his wife and son. That was actually the inside. So you guys are inside now. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, so. So as you guys walk through going down these rows, you can see a lot of these different nobles standing standing around, many of them actually grieving for the death of the king. I would actually like you guys to go ahead and roll me perception. Mm -hmm. yeah. My passive perception is 19, but if you want me to roll it, that's fine too. You're raggle. I want I I want you to roll perception for this. You want me to roll. <laughs> my, my passive is 18, but I will also roll. Oh. 15. 16. 25. 13. Something fell off my desk. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay. So, you guys all wa walking around, coming up to the casket where the king is is setting uh, in, his, in his full armor, his, his golden and gem encrusted uh, breastplate his purple cloak that or uh yeah cloak right i think so uh actually drawn uh donned over his back and stuff with his clasp on his chest he looks immaculate for for being dead almost three days you can see the the pictures in the background and you can see many of these people actually looking towards the pictures Putting, putting their hands over their faces, and you see many of the women in the, in, in the room actually begin to cry. But as you guys walk around, you do hear these whispers in several of the corners of the room. You can hear many of the people blaming the Alderheim Conclave 
and hoping that once the prince has been crowned that he will take his revenge on these elves for this sinister plot. Mm. Uh, Raggle, you got a 22, right? I got a 25. 25, okay. <laughs> I, just, I just heard over a 20. Raggle, you, you do hear and see all this going, but what catches your attention the most is a bright green pendant that is on the king's uh, on on the picture of the king he has around his neck. Okay, so this pendant is in the uh, the painting, but not on the king's body right now. It is not on the king's body. Mm. I put my dirty little paw on Byron's nice fine clothes and tug. As I am wont to do, being my dirty, dirty self. Mm-hmm. And I point. And because it seems like Raggle at least has some semblance of, all right, don't act like an absolute animal while you're around a bunch of people at a funeral. Uh, because Ghostwise Halfling Telepathy, Green Gem. Green Gem. Uh, does Byron know what the Green Gem is? Uh, so I would like you guys to go ahead and make me uh, intelligence or history check. History? Mm, history. Oh, I know. Good at that. <laughs> a nice fat uh, negative one on that. Let's see. Oh, I crit one. That's a six. I got a 14. Critical fail for Muriel. Her uh, Alzheimer's is kicking in. <laughs> oh, no. Um. I will be right back as we do this check. My dog, she wants to go outside. No, that's fine. That's fine. Pippa. Thanks. That is the lovely Pippa for those that don't know. <laughs> yeah, dogs dogs are on their own timers, so you gotta you gotta take oh, care yeah. of them when they when they We're come on out. their time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially mine when I was trying to do the giveaway. It kept wanting attention. I couldn't hit the button. <laughs> daddy, daddy, please. Look at me, daddy. All right. So what was what was everyone's check? Sorry. So she had she had a natural one. Well, Back I guess six. Actually, on stream, uh, natural six. No, I got a negative one. I rolled a seven. Oh, jeez. I think I was fourteen. Fourteen? Okay. Yeah, I was die. What'd you I get? I was twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Okay. So, Veron, you were the only one that actually recalls that that the pendant itself had been crafted by the Elderholm elves centuries ago by the dwarves of uh, Thunderhold. Ooh. So uh, crafted by the dwarves, but commissioned by Elderheim the elves? Yes. Okay. Uh, so... Oh, okay, sorry. I, re- I misread these notes. So it was crafted by the Elderheim elves. Uh, and the the Thunderhold dwarves and the humans. So it was all these three great nations. So the the dwarvens to the north, the humans of Solaris of of the nation here, and then the the elves to the east all came together to fa- to fashion this one pendant. So it is the mm-hmm. collaboration of all these three nations together. It was given to the royal household of Solaris, and uh, of Solaris was originally settled and has passed down through the household ever since. So it's always been within the royal family. Okay. Uh,
All right. So this this is this is some major. So it was 27, right? Mhm. All right. So you have been with a lot of the high cleric and with the king and you've heard them talk about uh many many evil forces actually trying to come after this pendant and to release this creature that had actually been imprisoned by it. That's the reason it has always stayed within the royal family. You're the only one that knows this. You've put all of the pieces together. King Erwin was uh, informed. Okay, so that's yeah, that's that's everything that I just gave you. Sorry, I'm like I'm like reading through too. Yeah, yeah. There's more. There's more mystery afoot. Yep. So a pendant fashioned by the three great nations, always kept within the royal family, and is now missing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, now I want to talk to the cleric even more so. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you do notice uh, there are two uh, clergymen on either side, each one with one of these. Uh, they're not really brazers. I actually forget the name of them, but they're, they're held on a chain, and then they have like a, a sensor. Sensor, that's what they are. And they're slowly... Yeah, they're gently swinging them side to side and walking around the room, continuously trying to cleanse the area of any evil spirits. You easily can stop one of them talking. I sneeze. Excuse me. Uh, uh, yes. Where might we find the, the great Claire Carl? Uh, he is in his office. If you are willing to, I can take you up there. Lead the way. Very well. You actually see as he calls uh, a younger boy out from out from the side who had been just kind of standing there waiting for commands. He rushes over, grabs the sensor, and he continues mumbling this uh, this gentle prayer as he continues to walk on. Follow me. He uh Be he. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Before Faye lets Viren follow, she pulls out a stick and she baps him a little bit on his back. So, Viren, you watch as. Faye's eyes grow, glow bright purple, and you are now have um, protection from evil on you. So for the next huh. 10 minutes, you're um, protected, and creatures have disadvantage on attack rolls against you. You can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. Well, dang. So, you got this! Wow. A lot of people really overlook okay. protection from evil. It's really OP. It is really yeah. good. It is really, yeah. really good. All right. So you guys yeah. follow follow this clergyman upstairs where you you ended a hallway. If you actually see that if you were to keep going down the hallway, there's actually a balcony that overlooks the uh the the the, the chamber that holds the king. And just off to the side, you see this very honor, uh, ornate door with these pillars on either side. He gently knocks on it, and you hear a voice from the inside go, come in. He gestures for you uh, to go on in. Yep. Uh, Viren will walk in. Okay. You, and... op you open the doors to a, a very large room. You can see the, the ceiling is actually domed, and you can see these, uh, these uh, pictures of three individuals fighting off these hordes and hordes of these monsters one is uh has a axe above his head that is on fire he seems to be yelling a, a, a victory cry 
as he has his large foot on top of this corpse of this monstrosity. And just across from the room is a solid oak desk, and right behind it is the uh, uh, great cleric, um, Carl. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl. Ah, it seems that you have found me again. Is there anything that you need from me? Uh, yes, more so as uh, updates so that you are aware of what our findings are. Uh, the cups have been cursed. Uh, I'm not sure if you are aware of that. And he was not poisoned. Really? We, we have insight done... <laughs> Alright, go ahead and insight. Sorry? <laughs> no, that's, that's fine, because that... That that's that's the moment when he's like really, and then he's just like, mm, "I'm gonna look at you." Uh, that is a. Oh no! I don't have a great insight. Uh, okay, well you got that this. A uh, it's seven. It's seventeen. I rolled a nineteen, but I have a negative two. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. Mine's a fourteen. I only got, I only got a seven. So I'm half of you, Mario. What a- one of us should have done a wisdom care. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Let's go. All right. I got a plus nine to my I mean, insight. He's still but, decent. I mean, Raggles like me. So, uh, as as he says, really, you you try to look at all of his mannerisms, the way that he is holding himself, the way he is carrying his tones as he's speaking to you. He's a very hard individual to read. Mm-hmm. You're just not getting anything from him. Whatever whatever it is that he is he is telling you is most likely true. Being a high cleric of of great standing within the Mm-hmm. We yeah. we have we have checked many of uh, of the goblets, but we have not found any any signs that there were any ruins or that these items have been cursed. You said he's a high cleric. Has Viren ever seen him perform magic before? He has. He is uh during during one of the great plagues. He was actually one of that. So what actually gave him his title as great cleric is he was actually able right. to go around and save many, many people as you guys were out on the out on the battlefield, helping helping bring survivors back into the town. OK, so uh, TJ thinks it's weird. Does Byron think it's weird that they didn't detect this magic, which is super easy to detect? Muriel thinks it's weird, too, just for the record. I right, so also, you do in the room with me, right? Or is it just me? I I just want to make sure. No, everyone should be in there with you. Yeah, I went in with Good. you. Good. Okay. Uh... So you do you do know that for a great cleric or for a high cleric of his standing, that he doesn't actually deal with the uh more of the sorcerer side of things. Though clerics do tend to do uh tend to influence necrotic energies as well. He has actually abstained from it. Mm. He has always, always been there to try to help people. He has never once lifted his hand against somebody else. So, in, so in trying to be peaceful, he has less knowledge of that in general. He has become uh, intolerant to to necrotic energies. So well, that he, sucks. <laughs> and there, there is no great sorcerer of the area that could have helped assist assist in this. So his capability okay. of being able to find ruins or detect uh, necrotic energy is beyond. Mm. Okay. All right. Sounds like there's an opening. 
at the king. Mm. <laughs> There's an opening. <laughs> we'll make a job opening. Someone, uh, well, no, someone saw an opportunity and they took it. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, wow. Uh, okay. I, I uh, have so... I have this uh, this gauntlet here with me. If you would like to have another look at it, I'm, I no, mean... uh, I fully expect that one to be the same as the other six that are still in the cupboard that are still cursed. So ev everyone you might want of... to have somebody remove that. And I w I will. We we will try to get up there and make sure that the that our royalty is fully protected. I I am very ashamed that this was an oversight for me. Indeed. Since it's not the cook's fault, you might want to, you know, give uh, give Reginald his key back and let them go about their business. One of them wasn't eating. He was so stressed out. That's um, not very good management. And if I, you, you know. I could definitely see that he was uh, he was not eating, and I I don't blame him. These these are troubled times that have fallen on us, and it has really hurt a good majority of the people around. Ah. Uh. Would Viren know if the pendant would, when the king died, would it have been transferred to the prince right away, or should it have been on the king's body? I uh, so as it was always kept within the royal family, that uh, it would probably would would be giving given to him during the coronation of of the crown. So, okay. so, so he wouldn't it, have it yet. Yeah, it's most he likely wouldn't have it yet. It would be Viren would expect it to still be on the king's body. Yes. Okay, all right. Then Viren's gonna, yeah, Viren's gonna ask then the cleric, where is the royal pendant? We... We have lost it. We are not sure exactly where it is. Well, this is just a... It's, it, it was kept with the king's, it was kept with the king's body as he was sent down here. We had several guards on on the procession, but once he arrived, there was there was no pendant. We have had many people trying to see if they can find it, but no luck so far. Okay, so the pendant was lost um, between when the king passed away in the in the banquet hall, and then was brought down, and that's when the pendant was lost. Yes, and we we actually have many of many of the soldiers that were on the body. Or on the, on the detail, we actually have have them imprisoned, and have been questioning them ever since. Okay. Good question for the DM: Is the queen a thing? Is she alive? Is she around? Or is she not? Uh, she she is she is alive. Um, you you did actually see her with uh downstairs. She wasn't really near the dead body. Um, or or towards the body. I should just use a really solid word. But she she was near the body, but she wasn't really all that close. You could actually see her really breaking down, um, and many many of the either either family members or uh, friends were were actually around her, trying to help her through what was just happening. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, without saying anything. Uh, Viren turns around and just leaves. Okay. I hope I did not, uh, upset your friend. Oh, no, dear. Um, I don't think you did. It's just, uh, 
there's been some oversights. We're going to go talk to some other people. Have a good day. Uh, you you as well. Hopefully we can uh, close up these oversights and make this to where it never happens again. Thank you for taking the time to do this. And she like, she walks, she toddles out over after Byron. <laughs> All right. What's everyone else doing? Is shuffling her cards as she walks out behind Byron and is just kind of looking at them going, huh? I'm just, I'm just waiting for like the stare, like leaving the room. Cora <laughs> stare. Water tribe out. Water tribe. <laughs> so, 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 so Faye tugs on, on Byron's coat going, Hey, you got a job opportunity coming up. I think you're going to replace that guy. He's not very confident. Update Byron uh, typically responds to phase like like f fun times. Uh, this time he doesn't. He continues to walk with uh, a lot of determination. Oh no! Pull the determination card, buddy. I know. <laughs> oh. All right. So gonna... <laughs> at this point, what do you guys wish to do? Uh, Byron is making his way back towards the castle. He's intent to talking to the prince. On his way, he is going to find one of his spies again, and he is going to ask them to uh, about what it, what what was the prince doing if they if they were able to track him, and then also ask them to, um, if possible, if if he has anybody in the cleric, he clergy 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 right? the temple yeah. clergy if he has them in the clergy to do some snooping around the high cleric's office. Okay. All right, I would like you to go ahead and make me another uh, percentile dice roll and then add your proficiency. DM, can you remind oh. us, I know the no, body viewing of the king has been mentioned a few times. When is that supposed to take place and where? Uh, so this is just an early viewing. There's supposed to be uh, a final viewing tomorrow morning. So and uh, then the right after... Right after is the coronation of the prince. And it is mm -hmm. all supposed to be happening. Uh, well, so viewing, viewing of, the, of the king is here at the temple and the coronation of the prince will be at the, uh, at the capital. Okay, I got... What's the... Is the zero a 10? Zero is a 10. Yeah. And then, okay, well, okay. So I, I, got, I got 100. I rolled a 90 and a zero. I guess plus my so, which so uh, at that point I guess I'm so not the way I couldn't read this right so the way that works so if you get all zeros it's a hundred percent uh if you rolled okay, a so ninety and got... a zero then it's only ninety percent it can okay, actually so go both ways depending on how the DM wants the dice to roll yeah Some that's people like it ninety and zero being one hundred because it's ninety plus ten other people right. like the all zeros it's up in the air nobody it's it's there's an absolute war over it. If well, that's on, that's how I've that's how war. I've always done it. But I I like hearing Dude, there's, there's different war, ways. Yeah. 90, no, I proficiency is a six, so ninety six. Not ninety six percent. Close. All right, and so you want uh, you did have your your spies out there trying to track the prince, see what he was doing, right? And mm -hmm. then and then refer back to you. Okay, there was one that was able to do it. One of your scouts. I uh, he Wait. refers back to you that he had managed to catch up with the procession, uh, or the hunting mm -hmm. party of the prince. And he followed them to uh, an ancient ruin found with, within, uh, uh, within the forest to the east. That he yeah. went inside. He did try to keep up with them, but the prince seemed to know where he was going. 
and in the process they happen to drag this uh werewolf outside of the temple and encage it and then have brought it back okay dm flavor question about your world lichens are they always wear form or only during full moons is this normal to have a full-blown werewolf in a cage so uh it's pretty much the same as uh general uh fey wild werewolves um so they they can choose when to be in werewolf form but typically during a full moon they are forced into werewolf form so either either the person that is in this uh lycanthrope stage he is either choosing to release his rage in that form or uh yeah yeah we'll just we'll just go with that i don't i'm i'm losing i'm losing my words (laughs) you're good all good good. okay and wolf thank you for moderating the chat i I still i still occasionally look over even though i i I i'm sorry chat i'm trying to focus on everything here okay so you guys are exiting the temple and going and then did I get one of those spies to go check the temple? Uh yes. Uh he okay. he says that he is personally going to be trying to uh infiltrate and see if he can dig anything up. Good, good, good. Um after hearing this knowledge, uh on our way to the the castle, uh is the werewolf still encaged in that area yes you still see him in a werewolf form still jarring at 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 these bars biting and gnawing at the chains he he seems to be calming down uh he's getting a little bit more ragged but he's still trying his best to try to force himself out of out of this uh do you want to i'd no go ahead go ahead you were gonna you were gonna ask me a question uh well i was looking through stuff yeah, I was gonna say, do you do you want to get closer? Because so there are guards. I do posted around the cage, but they are they are fairly far away, and you could easily pass them and go right up yeah. the cage. Okay. Yep. Vine's gonna do that, and not even acknowledge the guards in a very like royal and important fashion. Yeah. Okay. I... They they don't even they don't even pay any mind to you. They just let totally just let you go right by. Hmm. Uh, Vine's gonna uh like crane over and bend down to be at eye level with the werewolf okay and it. he's going to ask do you speak you you actually see the werewolf turn it's it snarls at you for just a brief second before it just seems to calm and just sit down you can see its breathing is just ragged it is just used everything that it has to try to get out of this it, it tries to tries to make any any words any any sort of language come from its mouth but all it is is it's just uh gargled barks and whines oh um i don't have that spell i thought i took it but i don't so that sucks um Oh, you had that happen too. Oh, right. I know. Yeah, very unfortunate. Um, do I have trying to? He's trying to calm down, but he can't come out of werewolf form. Typically, and I, I, forgive me if we just talked about this, but werewolves can come out if they want to. Yes. 
as long as it's as long as it's not a full um, moon. Right, right. And, and it's not a and it's not a full moon. Um would a dispel magic or a counter spell work against it? I mean if it's magical, maybe. Um you could I could do either of those to him if you wish. Yeah, I think dis well. Yeah. I got all the wrong spells for this too. <laughs> you know <laughs> I can uh, I can try can you something. Communicate? I I got the whole time. Uh, Byron was probably thinking he was gonna do his uh you know uh, uh, snap his fingers to call Regal over. Oh, he wouldn't respond to that. I know, I don't I think he's need that a way dog either. whistle. <laughs> and not even a dog whistle. Uh does he it wouldn't hurt his ears though. Well, he he'll come over and how tall is this cage in this wagon? Uh, so the werewolf actually isn't really all that big. He does seem to be a little on the uh, the skinnier side. Um, I would say the cage is probably about five and a half, six foot tall uh, just on the outside. So it's a little bit smaller on the inside when you factor in all of the thickness of the material used. Uh, the werewolf uh, kind of has to, to crouch just a little bit in order to be able to stand up fully but as as you look at it right now and right now it's it's actually laying down or sitting down into the bottom of this cage it it actually with your guys's perception it visibly looks like it's in uh distress mm-hmm. um uh yeah I, uh... real quick um i I could potentially, um, I have a ability called tranquil, tranquil treats. I don't know if like a spell like calm emotions would help because I have that ability. <laughs> okay. If you guys want me to cast that, I can. Uh, yes. I think it's worth casting detect magic to see if there's sure. something abnormal first so that we don't go by. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We lost somebody. We lost. Oh. Uh oh! Oh like, no! Uh, I think their yeah, I think their internet went down. Uh oh! <laughs> All oh, right, no. technical technical difficulties, everyone. <laughs> oh no! That's, That's okay. Not an easy. Oh, oh. hey! Oh, I have okay. to get get everyone okay. back. One's into back. Place. What happened? Where's the other one? Camera's weird though, but okay, right here. Did your internet drop? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Wow, that actually worked out really well. You guys Hell came yeah. back you in the perfect in order. The right order. Awesome. <laughs> Fantastic. They've returned. Yes. Yes. Te- technical okay. difficulties. This is the problem that you'll have with live We're streams. We're some technological differences. But I honestly, um. I'm having fun, and I hope our viewers are having fun too. All right. He just gave me uh, like oh. internet. That's Plugged I, yeah, like I just computer. got wired internet for her, so she's not running off Wi-Fi anymore. I ran a friggin' oh. Ethernet cable under the carpet. Um, and it still died, okay. <laughs> that wasn't us. That's our provider. No. Thanks, Midco. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so the reason I was asking about the height is because I'm a halfling and I'm short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Am I going to have to crawl up on this thing? Uh, no. So it's it... on, like, I thought it was on a wagon. So no, they yeah, actually lifted it. Yeah, they actually lifted it okay, off of the wagon. wagon. Okay. Yeah, and so uh, the the center of town actually has like these uh, a large dais that comes up with a bunch of steps, 
and a, okay. and a platform at the top. You guys have seen a lot of like, oh, think of like it as like, and stuff. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> which burnings and stuff. I just caught that. These people seem Catholic. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to Catholics. It's just a joke because of history. Uh, That's all. We're in olden times fantasy uh, world. Uh, you're in, you're in my fantasy world, and anything can happen. All religions are valid. I'm just making a joke based on uh, history. That's it's, <laughs> it's funny. It's funny regardless. So, yeah. So, the cage sits on top of this dais, and it's, it's pretty much level ground once you walk up the steps to the top. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm going to scramble up there next to Viren. Um, and try to communicate. See, I have. See if I can do speak with animals, if that'll work at all. Or if I can just do it via my telepathy, because Ghostwise Halfling. Okay. So you're gonna, you're gonna attempt to speak with it using. Which either one it will respond to. Okay. So the first one is. So what? What's the first? Sorry. So what's we'll start the first with one? Telepathy. So telepathy. Okay. Mm I. -hmm. Uh, as uh, so as you sit there, you actually put your hands up against the bars and actually peer inside or pause. Sorry, your pause <laughs> on the bars and actually peer inside. You can see that the werewolf, even though you are really really close. It doesn't seem to interact. You peer into the eyes of this creature. And you get a response. You hear this voice inside your head. Hello? Hey. You, you can hear me? Yeah. Wait, what? You have, you have to help me. You actually see the werewolf actually stand up and start pushing against the cage at this point. You, please, there, there's, there's no time. You have to help me. Yeah. My, my father has been killed. King was killed. Oh. Yes, my father. Somebody has taken my place. <gasps> and I am trapped here. Please, you, you, have, you have to release me. We, we, have to go we have to go find who is impersonating me. Snap. Okay. Rigo, what's he saying? I'm gonna do what's called a pro gamer move. <laughs> and I am going to let's see here. Big brain. Big brain. Raggle's gonna bring big brain. Oh no. Raggle's gonna big brain, yo. Raggle is going to burn a sixth level spell slot to cast dispel magic on the werewolf. Yep. Uh, on the werewolf itself? On the werewolf, not the cage. Okay. You actually walk as the bones actually start to pop. You actually can hear oh, a yuckers. screaming telepathically. Gross. And the form begins <laughs> to Sorry. begin to shrink down the actual werewolf skin and fur actually falling off of this person's oh, face. <laughs> and before you sits the prince. Of Solaris. Got it. <laughs> Just say out loud to Byron. 
I'm, I'm getting like Hugh Jackman's Prince. Van Helsing vibes. Yeah, yeah that's that's kind of yeah. where I pulled that oh, from. Let's be real. That was the best cinematic and visual like werewolf transformation. Let's that's, be honest. That's yeah. why, that's why I use it because it's, it's amazing. Dope. Also, uh, primo looking werewolf too. Yes, yes the it best was. best looking werewolf I've ever seen. I've never seen one better. Mm-hmm. Underworld can get bent. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so the prince actually stands uh, up, still covered in 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 this blood from the transformation. Puts his arms up against the bar, and even though he opens up his mouth to try to speak, it gets garbled through whatever magic is on this cage. But oh Raggle, you can still hear what he is trying to say within his mind. Okay. And I am going to uh, telephone that into Viren because words can come out better in here than out here. Um, and Muriel, Muriel's going to go over. Can she, can she put her hands in items through the bars? So as, or does that get magically dispelled? So as you right. actually try to reach in, you you can you you do see Raggle actually have his paws wrapped around yep. the bars and partially inside. And as but you I can't, reach, like, give him a cup of tea. Yeah, as as you go to reach in to actually hand him something, mm. the there seems to be a barrier. And at this point, you guys doing so much with the cage, the guards actually turn to try to yell at you. For you, you hear this. You hear this. Stop! But yeah. once they turn and actually notice that it is the prince behind the doors, they actually the rush up and actually start fumbling with keys to unlock the door. Uh, is shake her head, take her stick, and go ta-da! And smack the cage for a ninth um, charge. Dispel magic on the cage to make it go bye-bye. Okay. Uh, so, you know what, I, I will say for a cage this style, figuring out how Paul would build it, I'm going to, I'm going to say yes, that, that is high enough. You don't, the spell that you throw at this thing is so powerful. You actually hear the iron that this cage is made out of actually begin to, uh, crack and twist you can hear that metallic screeching sound as the droning as whatever it is that is holding this cage together starts to break down the runes are breaking apart yeah the the runes itself along snapped in half (laughs) the the runes that are that make up around the side actually begin to dissolve like sand falling down into a shining powder and then the cage just collapses on itself Nice. Looking at this and goes, that was beautiful. And goes like this, and confetti comes out from her sleeves. She's just <laughs> so happy. <laughs> oh, well, at at this point, you actually see the prince actually lunge forward, grabbing onto Merle. You have to help me. <laughs> She's like, don't worry, dear. Oh, we're going to ha- don't worry. We're going to help here. Have a cup of tea. <laughs> like gives him a cup of the dragon tea, which gives him healing properties he gets 1d whatever um but but in order to help you we need to know who who did this to you what what happened i i i don't know he he didn't have a face start from the beginning what happened I was I, I was out on one of my on one of my routine hunts i i was uh, i have been checking out these ruins for quite some time and 
I, I got separated from my guards and, and this figure came, came out of nowhere. He, he didn't have any skin. Like he, he was uh, like uh, no mouth. He, he was this creepy figure in the back. And the next thing I know, I'm, I, I, I was this thing and I was trapped. Please, uh, we, we have to go. There, there's no time to waste. There's no telling what this person is, is trying to do. Uh, does Byron know where the prince's room is? Uh, so like you have actually, castle? so you've never actually been there. You do know there is a royal wing, and you know which direction it is, but you do not know actually where the king and the prince and the family actually sleep within the castle. Yeah, we were uh, never cool oh. enough to get a sleepover invite. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Viren is going to immediately pick up Faye with his feet and just fly as fast as he can to the castle. She Superman poses with her staff. <laughs> She's like, this is amazing! Onward! <laughs> and she's like letting, letting out little tiny confetti pops as like they fly above the city just because this is her life. This is her dream. She's so flying and happy. So as you guys turn to dart uh, dart off towards uh, towards the capital, you guys actually see the guards actually move in and grab the prince, trying to wrap him in cloaks or anything, and and actually go on full on guard mode. You hear one of them actually start to blow a whistle, a whisper, a whistle, and actually cry out for the other guards. You actually see several of these guards that were just just on the edge of some of the streets actually start to come in several of them actually being uh clerics uh from the temple itself so um is there one guard in particular that's rallying everyone else and taking charge i muriel just wants to grab whoever's in charge and and ask them a question uh you do see that one of one of the clerics is actually now that he has been informed that this is the prince uh, he is actually trying to rally everyone together. You actually see him uh, actually put his hands uh, on on the prince, and you can see him uh, mumbling either some sort of spell or incantation or a prayer to uh, to their god in order to uh, help either ease any burdens that he's had or any pain that he might be suffering from from the transformation. Okay. Um, do I recognize any of those guards as being with who we thought was the prince earlier? Like. I just, I'm going to find someone, I want to ask someone where the real, like, the fate now, the prince prince, like, where's the, where did the prince go? That's not this one. Uh, so looking around, uh, many, many of the knights or, uh, the guards actually have full face covers. Oh, I see. Okay. So you can't, you can't really tell, but there was a right. large procession of royal guards that were with the prince and then went okay. to, went to the, uh, the capital. Okay. In all the chaos, I'm going to grab one of the knights that's not a hundred percent preoccupied. Um, and I'm going to go up and get his attention. I'm going to take my wooden spoon and go patong on the, on his helmet and be like, Hey, like I want his attention. No, what, what, what? Dear, um, where, where exactly did the prince go? Not, not this one, the one that was on horseback that went up to the palace. We, we were just, we were just here. We were, we were just supposed to, to guard the, the prince. The, the the werewolf. We I have I have no idea. I've I've only been standing guard here for a, a couple hours now. Okay, thank you, dear. Um, and I think at this point, 
Ugh, I'm trying to decide if Muriel's going to start hobbling up to the castle. But, I mean, she could fly. Raggle, what it's do you want to do? <laughs> so at this point, uh, Veyron and Faye have just darted yes. off towards the they, capital. They so you guys are going to have to try to catch up oh, yeah. with them. You Faye guys... Underneath Veyron, she's going to go, are we going stealth mode? No. Well, oh, as okay. as you guys are running up the, <laughs> up the streets, you guys can actually see that people are starting to come out of their houses. So there, there is this huge uproar with uh with the the knights and stuff getting together, and many of them are yelling out the print the prince the prince is here, and you can see that this is carrying on, and it's almost it seems to be catching up with you and even passing you as the praises are coming out. So, what is everyone wanting to do? Before I before I set the set the next scene, the prince was prince didn't have clothes on, right? Yeah, the prince was completely naked. Raga looks at Muriel. How come he be naked? I can't be naked. Um, <laughs> uh, Muriel's gonna go. Oh, because dear, we have standards. <laughs> <laughs> and um, where werewolves apparently don't have standards. Um, but you, if you live in my house, we have standards, dear. Um, however, I think we need to go catch up with our friends, so let's go! And so she, like, hops up and she opens her wings up and she starts mm -hmm. to fly and she grabs Raggle with her talons by, like, his back fluff and just lifts him up and goes away. Yeah, Raggle weighs, like, maybe 40 pounds. So she, it's, imagine, oh. like, she's she's grabbed something, like an animal by, by the scruff of its back and just mm -hmm. lifts it up like like a bird of prey. And Raggle, and just, Raggle just goes, like, just like a dead fish, just like... <laughs> <laughs> he's no he's really bummed that he can't be naked all the time <laughs> you actually feel him a little bit struggling like he's trying to get out of his pants a little bit and muriel's just like raggle dear if you take those pants off i am never ever making you food ever again <laughs> i love Fine. you guys i love your characters <laughs> all right so uh veron faye you guys eventually find yourself you guys completely ignore the uh the guards that are by the door as as they seem to be uh looking past you towards the, the this large gathering just below in, in in the middle of the city everyone crying out it's the prince it's the prince <coughs> oh, oh. <coughs> uh, the gm no i, I swallowed wrong one second drink from the goblet no <laughs> drink from the goblet <laughs> I inhaled and I had a little bit of phlegm come with that. One. That was not cool. Uh, <clears throat> but you guys, you guys completely ignore the guards busting through the doors, running straight up the uh, the stairs, going into the castle, throwing those doors open as these guards are just in awe of what whatever is going on. You guys, what what do you guys wish to do at this at this point, Veron? You burst through the front doors and uh, Mirith, you. Or Mural, Mural, I'm I'm horrible with names. Mural, you actually eventually drop Raggle down right at the front right. doors and fold your wings back up uh, beside yeah, you. Yeah, she, she doesn't even slow down. She just releases him like a bird of prey would like release a thing. He's a bouncy and, ball. As she's coming in, yeah. Shoo, oh, he hits gone. the ground running and scrabbling across the stone. Yeah, floor. he looks he looks exactly what is right behind you, Raggle. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I found my Going prey. <laughs> All right. Uh, 
yeah, Viren's going straight to the royal wing wherever, like, they sleep. And the first guard that he sees into an area that he's unaware, he's just going to ask immediately, where's the prince? Yeah, so as soon as, soon as you come up to the, to the royal wing, you actually see two guards actually hold their hand out and cross their spears in front of you. Holt, you cannot pass this. Where is the um, prince? So, real quick, um, oh... I was gonna potentially like just throw you a morsel for this to get in, but I think you're gonna be able to get in. Um, how how many people is it? So it's just two, two. guys. It's two guards. Oh, it's two guys. Ah, yeah, got this. <laughs> um, I'm gonna come out with my adorable big blue eyes, and my ears are gonna flap a little bit, and I'm gonna do like the little cute little bunny thing, and I'm gonna try to charm him. Okay. My uh, DC is twenty. Holy cow. And these guys. All right. So I got two hey. D20s. So I'm just going to roll uh, one D20 Good for each other. boys. All right. It's my first roll, guys. Yay. It's a wisdom Yay. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, um, yeah, uh, you can definitely tell which dice actually likes me and which one hates me from these rolls. So I rolled a three and a 12. So <laughs> as, uh, as you... As you come up, you you come uh, bounding up with your your ears laid back and your your perky self, your your wide smile coming out, and you eventually throw a little bit of a uh, little bit of a magical effect to just kind of make yourself that much more charming. And the guards go, "Well, I I guess it is you guys, but just be careful and don't let very many people see you." And they uncross their their spears and step to the side. Have you can you can names. go ahead and go if you need to. I'll be right back. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but I don't want to miss this. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll go ahead. We'll we'll pause real quick as we as we need a we need a pee break. Um, what? File break. Just call it file break. It's fine. File break. Well, we we have we have uh, dehydration breaks. That's what I should say. Um, uh, they would like their names, please. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> this again. Uh okay. Um let's go ahead. Let's go with um one is Aaron. Yeah. And uh the other one is uh why is my brain? What Bob? We haven't had a Bob yet. It's Bob, yeah, we'll go with Bob. It's Bob! It's okay. Aaron and Bob. You got you guys have seen him around around the 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 uh the capital a couple of times. They're they're one of the only royal guards that don't have the the face covers. Okay. They're the non-helmeted, faceless NPCs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the guards wow. the guards separate their spears and step back and go ahead and gesture you to to go ahead and go upstairs. All right. Okay. Uh. Yeah. We go up. Uh. Swiftly, but uh. You know. Proper. Now that we're in a more royal <laughs> setting. <laughs> uh, so as you guys actually do uh, start to take the, the steps up, uh, you actually do hear one of them go, um, you, you are more than welcome to, to pass, but I, I, the, the prince is enough, if that's who you're looking for. Uh, yes, that was the first question. Where is uh, the prince? The prince actually made his way to the throne room. I. He he just wanted some alone time, in there. As so soon as yeah, you said, as soon as they say throne room, he's gonna 
Brian's gonna pick up the bunny again and just fly into the throne room. Muriel's gonna grab right away the throne room. room. You can catch him. He's already on all fours scrabbling that way. All right, oh, you guys, you guys definitely know where the throne room is, and you guys far away though. Like if I, I were to theoretically just make a portal like <laughs> to area, how how big of a distance are we talking? So you guys are actually in one of the large wings. So there there is the main okay. keep that holds the throne room. You guys are actually into a division of the keep off to one side where one of the towers stands that holds the royal the the royal family. So you have a large a, a long corridor to go down with Many separate doors for either uh, kids of the family members. There's so many rooms in these places. It's it's ridiculous. Uh, I would say if you just quickly mathed it out in your in your bunny mind, probably 400 feet to be at the doors that go into the throne room. Byron, how fast do we gotta go? You guys do do watch uh, as I, Raggle has turned, and you can see visual scratch marks on on the on the floor. The rug being thrown off to one side as he is on all fours and taking off. Yup. Muriel's gonna open the wings up and and get moving as well. Okay. So Faye, Veron, am I yeah, dimension dooring us or no? Well, you no. can. No. Okay. Okay. It's going to take you guys at least one to two minutes to, to get that far to uh, to get to the doors to the throne room. Yeah, okay, Dimension Doors. Dimension I, Door! I okay. Dimension Door of Viren, who's just still holding me, I assume, like, half limp, half, like, got a dagger out underneath his so, arm, um, ready to go. If, if I remember right, Dimension Door only allows you to take a creature that is of your size or smaller. <gasps> But but for for flavor text, I will allow it. Nah. Otherwise, I can I can dimension door. Frankel just he's he's starting to run. I grab on. Run him. into a wall. He'd be like, "Where am I?" <laughs> yes. You see a cat run into a glass door. You you open up you happen. open up the door in front of Raggle, and he doesn't quite know where it's going. He just keeps running, and runs okay. right smack dab into the the doors of the throne room. <laughs> Knowing that I won't wouldn't cast it, I'm just like onward steed to Viren. All right, so all of you, uh, with much haste, with great haste, I was ready to take damage for that. I wouldn't even <laughs> care. You guys, you guys all turn and take off towards the throne room. You guys eventually happen to move a bunch of the people that have found themselves there for for the coronation or, or the coronation or even for the wedding. You uh, run past them, pushing them aside, getting to the the doors of the throne room. You push against the door only to find it locked. I'm uh, going to try and force the door. Alright, go ahead and make me a check. Strength check? Yep. All right. Can I assist him? Tear it down. You can You can assist him. Can we all assist? So I just jump up and That's start a beating it with my feet. With, with advantage with me? Oh, with advantage? Yeah, because oh. I'm helping you. Yeah, 23 is still the better roll. Okay. Okay. So these doors are made of a solid wood. And not not just like an oak, but it's even more denser than than an oak uh, an oak door would be. You can actually see many of these metal uh braces 
thrown throughout the entire door with these large nails that seem to be driven in. This door itself is immaculate and looks like it could hold an army at bay that is trying to take over this capital. <laughs> but you watch as a small form stands up, his bare arms dragging, walks up to the door, puts his claws into the middle of the door, and with a ferocious roar, you watch as the doors creak and give way, as the doors don't open, but instead compress into the walls you actually see cracks along the each side of the wall from the door being shoved into it you see a man standing right in the middle of the throne room holding a green pendant nice um uh, how far away is he i uh, 100 feet 100 feet she Hundred feet away. Shoot. Um. Would I have enough time to? You you've got a you have a within... split second before he turns around. That's okay. kind of where that's kind of where I paused it. Byron, would we have known each other enough that you would toss me just instinctively? Yeah, pro I mean, yeah, probably. I'm sure we've done a couple of bombings. Chuck Fly me. over, just drop Eat. a buddy on oh. top of chuck people. Me. Um, Please chuck quick. me. I need to go 40 feet. Chuck me. Eat the bunny. <laughs> Real quick though, before you chuck her, I I would like to pop. I would like to throw a morsel. Give her a morsel, okay. or throw it into her mouth, which I can do within 30 okay. feet. Okay. Um, called boiled dragon's tail. Okay. And, um, for one minute, um, she gains frightful presence, <laughs> and oh you gain, a, and you get you gain a dragon tail swipe attack if necessary. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. I like so, that. That's cool. When he when this person sees her, the creature, um. Each creature within the target's choice within thirty feet must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or become frightened. Um. Yeah, and then you have a tail swipe should you choose to use it. I can tell you the deets. It's a melee attack plus eight to hit, ten feet, one target. It's four d eight of fire damage. Oh my gosh! Okay, so let me let me set the scene. So you have that. We're good. So as you guys are actually running towards this door, Muriel, you actually know that you're going to be needed that you have stuff that you can kind of help prep mm -hmm. everybody for the fight that is to come of whatever this monstrosity is that has taken over the skin of the prince. Yeah. You reach into your bag and pull out this little treat and magically infusing it, you actually toss it in front of the running group, at which point, just like a heat-seeking missile, it smacks Faye right in the mouth where she instinctively opens up her mouth and bites down on it. And in this process, you, uh, Faye, you actually begin to feel your, your body begin to change. You actually, your fluffy bunny tail yeah. actually extending out to a fluffy dragon tail. Fluffy dragon tail! <laughs> you guys watch as Raggle rips open this door, this entity turning around with a smile. Knock, You're knock. too late. 
and crushes the, uh, the medallion in his hand. Oh no. No, I want him to yeet me. <laughs> well, at this, at this I point- I probably still would yeet you. At this okay. point, Faye, you feel these claws uh, grab the very top of your head. Veyron, you spin around and just like a, a fastball pitch, hurl this bunny as fast and as as uh, powerful as you possibly can. Faye, you are launched forward. I want you to go ahead. Uh, Veyron, I need you to make me um, a dexterity check with advantage. And Faye, I need you to go ahead and make me a dexterity saving throw. A dexterity saving Oh, a saving. 17. Oh. When it... Sorry, go ahead. It's the right page. Real quick, when it's applicable, I have other morsels to feed people, so... Okay. 17, but if that's a failure, I get to roll a 1d4. Okay. Also, um, if anyone fails a check, one of my abilities, three times per day, I can allow them to succeed it. So, so. Does, <laughs> does a 17 hit, or is the 17 work? Uh, 17 is a save. Uh, Veron, what was okay. what was your your check? Seventeen. Seventeen. All right. So, Faye, as you are launched forward, you instinctively curl into this little this little ball, using your dragon tail to actually curl up around you, allowing Veron to get a much better hold on your smaller form. As he hurls you forward, you just barely you're just barely off target. But Wait, with your oh, nimble, oh, are with you your, putting me right next to him? Yeah, you're getting <gasps> tossed. Oh, Se seventeen. Me right next to him. Seventeen is a miss, but it's but you land right, skidding to a stop right next to him. Yes, go for it. So as he so, tosses me in a ball, I I roll and I like unfurl on my side with my arm up, like in a nice little sexy pose, and go, Make me "What's like up, your French rabbit?" And I, I kiss, I booked a little kiss at him, and it's a nice little red arcane heart, and it goes up, and it boop, bursts in his face. He needs to make a wisdom save of twenty for a dominate person, please. All right. <laughs> at this, uh, at this point, I do want everyone to go ahead and roll me initiative. All right. Here it comes, initiative. <gasps> That's a nat twenty, y'all. Oh yeah. Y'all nice. think Granny Owl is slow? <laughs> um. Granny oh. got moves. Granny <laughs> got moves. She do indeed. 13. Okay. It rolled low. I got a 19. So what what is your what is your DC? Sorry. DC is 20. And because he's in five feet of me, he has disadvantage. Amazing. So we have we have uh, Muriel, Muriel, right? Muriel, um, mm -hmm. Muriel, Muriel as a natural twenty, right? Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, who is next after that? Nineteen. Okay. Actually, I need to actually roll for this guy's initiative. I was looking at other stats and not figuring out what I actually needed to roll. <laughs> Good. Okay. DM life, yo. Yeah, DM life. Okay, who's next after Faye? Uh, Viren has a 17. I keep calling you Veyron instead of Viren, don't I? 
What was what was yours? Sorry, I said that and completely lost 17. that number. Seventeen. Okay. Who's and then uh, Raggle? Thirteen. I rolled low. I don't know what you're talking about. That's a great roll. It's about I have a 10. plus nine. You rolled really low. I did. I rolled a... I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do quick math. Math. All right. We're going to do a little bit of combat music. All right. Can everyone... Everyone still hear everyone sound pretty good still? You guys want to say something real quick? Hello. Okay. Yeah, you guys are you guys are all right. Cool. Okay. So, I the uh, let me let me turn this down just a little little loud in my ear. Just a skosh more here. Okay. Live updates. All right. So, Faye, as you are launched forward, you go into that sexy pose, uncurling your dragon tail to just barely whip in the breeze to add that little bit more of a sensuality to this pose that you are throwing forward towards this imposter. You blow him a kiss, this red outline of a heart coming forward, smacking this person in the face. You watch as he shakes his head and grins right back at you. It doesn't appear to have any effect. Okay. Womp womp. Womp womp. Indeed. Womp womp womp. Okay. <laughs> okay, uh, Prophet said he's having a hard time hearing most of us. Didn't hear anyone but Byron in the sound check. That's all right, because oh. he was the only one that did the sound I think check. I was the only one that spoke. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. No, we're, we're all good. I'm still, I'm still visually watching all of our audio output. I just wanted to turn the music down so it doesn't, okay. it doesn't overpower you guys. Prophet says we're okay. Thank you, Prophet. Okay, so uh, so that's gonna be uh, so that's gonna be pre-initiative. We will now move into initiative rounds, and okay. starting at the top is Mural. Mural. Wait, Miro. so I am going to be feeding everyone morsels for my yep. turn. Um, I'm just really quick organizing which ones I would like to feed. But uh, first up, I think I would like. Um, to feed Viron a uh, Hydra Tongue. Um, Sounds I hope, great. I hope this does. Do I, I hope this does thing. Yeah, actually. Um, uh. <laughs> you gain an extra head. Um, you oh, gain one d ten. You get you gain one d ten hit points at the turn of at the start of every turn. Damn, that's amazing um, for me. Any limbs amputated uh, start regenerating. Sweet. Um, you gain an extra reaction that can be used for opportunity attacks. Oh. And you gain um, extra actions that can be used uh, to take the disengage, help, or search action. Okay. All right. So just to okay. clarify, what class are Lauren. you running again? Me? Him. Yes. No, you. No. You, Lauren. You. Yes. I am running cook class with a baker's with with baker help so this is all from cook class yes i just i just wanted you to give them that little bit of a shout out because that is a lot of information about what that class yes. can do and how amazing it is 
Okay, so quick shout out before I do the rest of the morsels. Cook class yep. is something I got on DM's Guild. I paid like two or three dollars for it. Um, it comes with like a 10 or 12 page PDF fully formatted, which I printed out. It comes with its own fillable and printable PDFs for an actual character sheet. Like you don't have to do it. It comes with its own thing. It's very nice. Um, oh, and nice. you That's get lovely. printable morsel cards organized per level and per cook subclass. So you go cook class and then you can choose an archetype and a feature. It is really detailed. So if you ever want to play a cook, this is the way to go. It's yeah. really great. This is exactly why I don't like to do, I mean, I, I like the original classes, but I like to step outside the bounds yeah. and bring homebrew in. All right, so I- <laughs> um, Sorry, so I fed him, I fed Byron one. Yes. Will you allow me to feed Raggle one as well? Um. So, is it an action or a bonus action in order to no. in order to Let feed? Let me double check to feed morsels. Morsels. As she's, as she's checking, Faye calls back across the room. I knew you were two faced. <laughs> that was perfect. Uh, that was yeah, perfect. I love it. I love it. it very much is. To write all this. I don't know where I'm supposed to write all this. That was so much. Raggle's just thinking, great, now I have two faces to scold me. <laughs> so yes, um, essentially I can feed, it takes, it does take one, an action to feed a morsel. So okay. Yeah, we, that so. is my action then. Um, as for my movement, how far am I, am I with that hundred feet away? Cause you said it was pretty far up to the. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. You are, you are a hundred feet away. Okay. Um, I would like to move up just a little, just a little bit, so I don't lose track of the people that I can throw morsels at. Because I have a thirty-foot range that I can chuck morsels at people. Okay, you have so, you have a thirty-foot, um, here. Yeah, so you can move up to thirty feet forward. Yep. Okay, so you you go ahead and you start moving in at a little bit at your your old lady trot. Moving yeah. up and trying to keep everybody close to you, so that way you can you can use your support items at best you can. Yeah. Okay. So moving on down the list, Faye, it is now your turn. As you slide on the ground, still keeping the exact same pose, you've actually managed to twist yourself around using your new uh, your new dragon tail to still be facing this uh, this two faced individual. He's the green jab. Has anything happened from that yet? No, nothing has happened just yet. He he is tracking you as he turns to look still to continue looking at you, but he just seems to be grinning. You do happen to see that his body, though, at this point, is actually starting to shimmer. Gross. Go big or go home or not. She's very angry and she's very upset as she doesn't like to lose. So I think she's going to use her movement to stand up. Yeah. Half her movement to stand up. Well, she's not going to go very far, but she is going to lightning bolt this guy's face because she is very mad that he got... He didn't 
go with her charm. So it's going to be a deck save of 20. Okay. Uh, I will also say that you are about 15 feet away from this individual. Uh, for everybody who is watching, we are not going to be using uh, maps. I like to use Theater of the Mind, so that way if any of you guys are lurking, then you can still keep up with the battle and everything that is going on. I just, I prefer it for podcast and for the live stream for right now. So, just wanted to give everyone a heads up on why there's no map. Okay, so, uh, I need to roll a dexterity saving throw. Uh, 20 is the DC. She is angry. She is just like full on Emperor Palpatine claws out, just ah, screaming at him. Yes. Limited power. Limited power. Yes. Okay. So you you notice that as as you jump up, twirling around, you can actually watch as this arc of electricity starts to come off of your pointed fingers and as you complete the rotation and pointing forward you release this bolt of energy out towards this individual he looks like he's just stationary like he's going to take the hit then all of a sudden his body seems to mutate and shift like he wasn't really even standing there like he like he was able to pull willingly pull his own body out of the way of the of this ability so that is going to be a save even though he failed damage on a successful one does that still count for him uh yes he still he still takes damage okay. so he'll take 46 instead. so that is going to be nine points of lightning damage okay Perfect. You actually watch as some of the tendrils from this from this bolt darting off towards him actually sear a little bit of the skin. You actually watch as the skin itself almost seems to peel away from the attack and then mend itself back together. You can still visibly see that he had taken damage, but the skin seems to be able to mutate and move. Your bolt continues off towards the back hitting one of the balconies in the back and sh and just destroying a section of uh, uh of this throne room. Okay. So is that going to be all your whole turn, Faye? The question I have is for a free action, can I do an arcana check to see if I recognize why he's all shimmery? Uh, I will allow it. That's only an 11. Yeah, you're not exactly sure. You do have a good feeling that this individual is able to manipulate his own body, including his skin, so that way he can fully impersonate people. So in general, he actually might be able to move parts of his body willingly to be able to help himself dodge uh, magical effects or even, or maybe even weapon attacks. that will be it for me then okay so moving on down the list uh viron 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 well i keep calling him veyron like a bugatti veyron because that's like how it's spelled too long eye viron all right gotcha anyways viron uh viron is going to get as close as he can um which 
think my fly speed is the same as my movement, so it doesn't matter. So he's going to get 30 feet closer, um, which yep. puts him in range of 70 feet, right? Yes. Roughly. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, I think I have to check the range on this real quick, but I think I can still cast this. Um, because I can't cast the other thing that I looked up while you guys were talking. Uh... Oh, no, okay. Uh, then I am just going to use my full movement uh, again, so I'm going to then I'm going to dash to get closer to him. All right, so you move... you. You take a, a very large step forward, still keeping your proper form as years of training and gliding 60 feet forward. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, that's... That, that's it. That's all I can really do. I just need to get closer. All right. To the energy of the group, Mr. Raggle, what are you going to do? All right. Because I need to use my action in order to actually mechanically get my claws and teeth and whatnot so that'll be my action and i am hauling butt all 35 feet of movement as close as i can all right so and you're you're my... still in this pose of this open of throwing this door open as all of your teammates seem to bound just past you or being thrown over the top of your head you you uh focus on your innate energy the primal fury that you have within your claws get bigger your teeth get sharper your senses all five of them becoming more in tuned and enhanced you go back down on all fours this time actually digging each claw into the ground even further and take off using all of your movement. Instead of leaving scratch marks on this marble floor, you're actually removing chunks of this flooring. Uh, you're gonna be mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Raggle doesn't care about any of that. Nope. All right, so now it is- also cast as a bonus action, Draconic Transformation. <laughs> so with that, that's, that's gonna end your turn, right? I don't want to get yes, too far ahead. Yes, my turn. Okay. That's, so, that's it. with that, it is the skin shifter's turn. You are visually going to watch as the, the the skin mask of the prince actually dissolves. Its skin uh, mutating and forming back to this skinless form. You can see the bony Yuck. sinew and the muscle fibers of, of this creature before you. It is. It, it seems like it should look like a shape, sh- uh, not a shapeshifter, but a doppelganger. But this one is completely different than any other doppelganger that you've ever seen. And he disappears right in front of you. He will use his. Sorry, because I'm going through and reading all of this. He is actually going to use his ability. He is going to teleport himself behind Faye, and he is going to make. Let's see where's. He's going to make two great sword attacks as you actually watch the skin itself actually form a handle, and he pulls this weapon from his own skin and brings Ew. it down on top of Faye. Yuck. Magic sword. Was that? You said it's a magical sword. I, 
it's it comes um from him. so it's not magical it's just made of his own skin okay. and bone okay 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 so first attack he has advantage okay so that is going to be a 23 to hit You will take nine points of slashing damage as he continues okay. the strike down. You actually watch as he brings the great sword back around and fully tries to plunge this blade into your face. He's going to make another attack. So that one doesn't have advantage. Uh, that is a 31 to hit. A 31 will uh, also hit. You will take 14 points of slashing damage as you try to reach up and stop this blade, actually cutting deeply into each one of your hands, but you just barely stop the blade from completing its deadly stroke down onto your smaller form. Uh, that is going to be his turn. Uh, going back up to the top, it is uh, Muriel. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna feed someone a morsel here. Um. Let's see. I can buff someone with more damage output. Let's see. Or... Okay. Raggle, do you want a damage buff? Yes. All right, I'm gonna damage. I'm gonna damage buff you for my action. Say no to that. So you yeah. you turn around with another morsel, picking, uh, picking Raggle out. You turn around behind you. You can see these huge rocks being torn out of the floor and thrown up. Raggle has his mouth completely open. His sharp razor teeth, uh, filling his mouth and his tongue along the side. You can yeah. see this. It, Fur furious intensity behind his eyes as if they were glowing white. Excellent. I am going to toss into his mouth frosted grapes. And I will send you a screenshot of this, Raggle, but um, I'll the read it off first. <laughs> <laughs> this lasts for a minute. So um, Sick. you get, uh, the, you add one D10 uh, to all damage rolls and your and all ability checks, making uh, using dexterity. So add a D10 to all damage and add a D10 to all dexterity checks. Oh my gosh! That's dope. Oh man! <laughs> and um, y'all, like hopefully y'all will have buffs and then double buffs as my turns go. Um. And uh, with that, I am going to just make sure to use my movement to keep within sight of my friends so I can throw them morsels, but I don't necessarily want to be too close to Big Bad 
because I am 85 years old. <laughs> All right, so as you turn around, pulling out another morsel from your pouch, you see Raggle coming out. You easily toss it towards him. Raggle, with the experience of knowing what your delicious treats will bring to him, he easily jumps up, snatching it, chewing it, and swallowing it whole. Raggle, you start to feel your body actually start to mutate. The claws on your feet becoming more prominent. You're you're easier. You're able to more easily keep your balance moving around this slick uh, slick space of this marble floor, and you feel this charge of strength throughout your entire body. Man, guys, you guys are just awesome. I am enjoying this like so this. much. All right, so samezies. Also, um. Just as everyone remembers, uh, three times a day I can switch a save, a failed save, to a to a save, and um, I have a lucky dagger. So if anyone rolls a one, <laughs> halfling luck, y'all. <laughs> uh, so actually, I, I should I should ask how how close to big bad are you getting? That's what I really need to know. Well, it seems like everyone's going to try to get within 30 feet of him okay. for attack purposes. So I'm going to stay within 30 feet of my friends. Okay. So I, I'm probably not going to get any closer than 50 feet to Big Bad. And right okay. now I'm probably just just outside of your morsel range, pretty much. Okay. Yep. So I can move in, throw morsels and go away. Okay. Uh, so uh, with that... Big Bad is going to take his legendary, uh, his legendary action. Now, yeah, he is, is going to turn and see what you're doing. Raggle now ripping Ow. larger chunks out of the floor. Okay, so he is actually going to disappear right in front of everybody and appear. Uh, so I would say you're probably 35 feet, 40 he's, feet away. He's five feet. He was within five feet of me, right? Because he hit me. Yes. As my um, mage slayer, I get an attack of opportunity, and it can be whatever spell I choose. Okay. So as he goes to disappear on me, I'm like, oh hell no, and I want to prismatic spray him. Ooh. Okay. So you actually I don't know watch. Byron was too, because you might have that nonsense happening. Okay. I'm not near him yet. Okay. So it would be a deck save as he goes to blink out and I shoot him. Oof. Okay, that's a dexterity saving throw. Yep, 20. And that is a. Uh, a fail, but he is going to wheel his own body to resist these effects, shrugging it off. I need to make sure I down. Alright. So he'll. So he he does succeed. Does he take any damage from it? Does it That's have? That's what I'm looking. Um. While you do that, I'm going to go ahead and take his turn. He is going to uh, use his ability. He is going to disappear in front of everyone. He is going to move, uh, teleport 30 feet up. He will not be within range of Muriel, but he is going to use the rest of his movement to move forward. And drawing his 
Skin Sword once again is going to make two attacks against Mur Muriel. That's so gross. It's Muriel. <laughs> oh. Oh. And that will be 19 points of damage. Okay, 19 nice. points. So as as he takes off, what what was your spell? Prismatic spray. So I am letting out some lovely blue, um, crackling lightning from my. Oh, sorry, blue is cold. So I am trying to freeze him as he disappears. So my hand goes up as like, no, you don't, and cold comes out and it hits him, but. He shrugs it off. Yeah, you you do see the skin on his back as he turns away from you to use his effect. Actually begin to freeze and start to try to wiggle itself free from these effects. But as he disappears in front of you, just outside of your reach, in front of Muriel, he brings his sword around. Uh, Muriel, that is going to be a 22 to hit you. Oh, internet just blip. Oh. Yep, internet no, no. is internet is blipping. Oh. Okay, I think I'm back. You think sorry. you're back? <laughs> I didn't hear anything for the last like 40 seconds. Okay, so sorry that's fine. That. Pretty much, pretty much, big bad skin shifter is standing in front of you. He is making two attacks against you. First attack is a 20. Did I say 22, 23 to a hit? That hit. Uh, that hits. Okay. Even with bark skin. Uh, yeah, you I should mean, actually tell the audience what exactly happens with your cloak when you activate your bark yeah. skin. Yeah, yeah. So I have a, uh, I have an oak, oak knit shawl, and you know what? I'll put it on because we're yes, combating. put it on. I, I, I didn't even realize you didn't it. even have it on. <laughs> I know it's warm. So, it is warm, and you're in Cali, so that's a I'm whole a, extra level of warm. And it's like 90 degrees today. It's so oh, fun. Dang, I love it's... living here. Uh, it's 20 anyway, degrees here in Minnesota right now. I would much rather have that. So, um, I have a uh, oak knit cloak shawl. It looks like this. It's in my character art. Um, it is deep brown, smells faintly of faintly of whatever that word is. Um, I gain bark skin from it. And um, because it, it contains bark skin, I don't have to concentrate on that. And it requires no material components which is fantastic. Um, however, once I, once it is activated, I cannot activate it for the rest of the day. Yep. So. so so as as this figure stands in front of you, you you innately just reach up grabbing grabbing your cloak or or your shawl and it inst at instantly moss and this bark begin to cover your entire body. Your feathers themselves start to go rigid from from the the magic coming from your shawl. Okay. The, the attack swings around with a great sword, cutting you deeply right across the right across the chest. You actually have to take a step back from the impact that your shaw has actually been able to try to force back. Uh, you will take nine points of slashing damage. Now, on all of my D&D, &D, uh, I like to make it that when somebody rolls a natural one, they can use their reaction to make a counter attack. He rolled a natural one on his second attack. So everyone who is within melee range can use their reaction to make a, a counterattack. Beautiful. I have a morsel for this. Yep. Um, okay. So 
in response to that, I'm going to reach into my cook's bag and I'm going to throw into his mouth hardened bread, I think. Let's see. Uh, actually, yes. I'm going to... Some jagged, stale, crusty hardened bread. And... Um, real big crouton. Real big crouton. <laughs> so... This guy... <laughs> He takes, since I'm doing it at 20th level, he takes 7d6 bludgeoning damage and has disadvantage on attack rolls until the start of the next turn. Oh um, my gosh! Yes. <laughs> yes. Alright, um, so go go ahead and roll your damage. Let me go ahead and set the scene. So as this attack cuts you deeply right across the chest, your shaw trying to resist some of the damage, forcing you to take a step back. You instinctively reach back into your bag. You can feel that hardened bread. And as you whip your hand back out, this the, the shapeshifter doesn't have a mouth. In fact, he doesn't have a, a face in general except for just the eyes. What you do is your bread actually comes out with such force that it actually splits the skin in front and actually embeds itself into his face. You can see the skin like, mutating... What? You can see the skin mutating around the bread. Gross, but great. I like it and dumb at the same time. I, I'm a very descriptive we... DM, if you can't tell. I love it. <laughs> Kyle, it's been fantastic. Let me just calculate my damage because it's kind of a lot. It is a lot of damage. <laughs> 33 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, Holy snap. crap! Um, and he has disadvantage on rolls uh, for his for the next turn for his next whatever's hang on uh, disadvantage on attack rolls until the start of my next turn nice Ooh, that's good stuff now, Kyle am I uh, close enough um because yeah, um, I was so you you've moved 30 Muriel. feet up Muriel has 35. moved 30 feet up. 35? Okay. Um, you know what? I will actually go ahead and give you that. You are just within range that the motion that you have can just move you just so gently right within that beautiful attack range. I really like I like more flavor and more fluid combat than map combat. Okay. So. I am going to try to bite him. Do okay. It, it's I got teeps. Nine plus fifteen. That's a twenty-four to hit. Is a twenty-four hit? That's a hit. Okay. I'll be. Wow. <laughs> Aim around. <laughs> No, force the bread farther into his face. I can't reset high. It's going to be 15 points of piercing damage from my bite. Wow. Bite him right in the leg, right in the calf. Yeah. Okay. All right. So with that, you see Muriel getting attacked by this thing, the bread being thrown into this creature's face. You just hop up and in midair just clamp down on this creature's shoulders. You can actually feel the bone actually snap underneath your jaw, your jaw's pressure. 
You can oh, you can that. feel it reset itself in the process, but you no. know that you've done so much damage. Okay. So his bites and claws do count as magical overcoming uh, damage resistance. Just so you know. I don't know if there's anything. Okay. Hold up. My my headset just decided to die. But it like just cut out. Yeah. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah. All right. We're all we're all having technical difficulties tonight. It's Yay. All good. It's fine. <laughs> That's all right. I'm having fun. Okay. So let me let me just double check this this sheet real quick. Um. Okay, so I need to remember that. that yeah, was, count as I, magical for the purpose of overcoming resistance immunity to non-magical attacks and damage. Yeah, well, he's he's got another effect that I'm forgetting to add in as well. So okay. I'll make sure I'll make sure I get that. There's the the these are different kind of creatures when I'm normally used to running, and it's awesome. I absolutely love this thing. So okay, so you just crunch down onto this this skin shifter's skin you can feel and hear the bones snapping and then readjusting underneath your bite okay uh, muriel i'm upset so that is the end of the skin shifter's turn or no that's that's the end of his legendary reaction now there's a lot of reactions that just happened in that mm -hmm. okay so i need to put raggle down with r all right so it is now phase turn Okay. Will you allow me to narrate a little bit as yes. I go through my Yes, I, I actually encourage it. Okay, first is my lightning bolt because it has seven charges. I have only used one. Okay. That's going to be a dex save again for 20. And as... I shoot out the lightning bolt. I turn into the electrical energy and I'm spell surfing with it as my crackly little bunny body teleports with the lightning five feet in front of your shape changer. And because I am an arcane Benson, All right, I am so now going before, to- Before we get, we get too far, so there, uh, lightning, lightning bolt hits all creatures within a five foot line. So you you would technically. How far away was I? Because I was at least seventy feet. Because I was seventy yeah. feet in. And so then... so when he 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 was five feet from you when he turned and teleported, and then he moved yeah. up to thirty five feet away from you to attack Muriel. So he is only thirty five feet away from you. Okay, because I thought I was still inside the ballroom. No, over well, feet away. Okay. so you're 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 closer to the throne, which was where he had initially started. Originally was okay. Yeah. I hadn't moved yet, so okay. So no, you were I you were forcefully moved. <laughs> forcefully moved. Okay, then I will not lightning bolt. That's what happened. So let me take that charge back. I I hate to take that from you because that nope. that would have been so cool though. No, because I'm going to do something else. So to be fair, it's fine. Just gonna do something else. I'm just gonna probably. do something else. I'm going to magic missile myself over there. So <laughs> that works. I'm gonna, I want a magic missile. Bottle myself. rocket bunny. 
I'm gonna bottle rocket myself over there with a magic missile that hits him for a whopping five points of damage. But I am now five feet away from him as I spell surfed over. With Arcane Benson, um, Muriel, you are now. Oh, not with Arcane Benson, not. With my Mage Aegis, you now have an additional plus. Let's see. Plus five? Yes. No, Constitution, plus six. So, Muriel, you now have a plus six to your AC in all saving throws from me as my magic is crackling off all shiny and sparkly from okay. my magic missile. Nice. Thank you for that. And I'm also going to do one last thing. I'm going to look up as my tiny two-foot, five-inch bunny looks up at this hulking mass of nastiness and give him the the meanest, dirtiest look I possibly can, and I'm going to go boom, and I'm going to blow up a little bit, and my magic that I've siphoned is going to explode off of me as I'm going to give myself that plus six AC as well, and he needs to make a dex save for an additional um, 2d8 force damage. Okay, and that will only affect him, right? Because you got you have Ragnar Raggle that is te yep. technically untechnically my grappled, or is grappling. No, my first bulwark is only for enemies. So okay, all right, that's fine. Uh, okay, so he needs to make a dexterity save. The dental yep. grapple. Dental yep. grapple. So dex of twenty, and then Muriel, that AC and saving throws plus six lasts as long as you keep succeeding. It fa it goes away as soon as you fail. I'm, I remember it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um. And wait, what's your DC? Twenty. Twenty. Okay. I. Uh, so as, uh, as you whip your wand out, you wave it in a in a circle around you, and every time that you start to bring your wand around you, these little darts are ejected from the from your wand, and all turn and go straight towards him. But you save the last one. You actually spin around and influencing your own magic with your own body. You actually force your own will to go into the magical bolt itself and uh, surf with this thing up to him. The bolt impacts and then releasing you from it. You actually explode in this process. You can visibly see the skin of this thing actually tear away from the body. You can see, you can see many of the internal organs, the white bone as the skin is forced back and then slowly crawls its way back. But the, whatever damage has happened has been great. I this, like this, this so figure much. does not look well at this point. Nice. Okay, at the end of your turn, Faye, right? It is in your turn? Yep, that's it. He is going to spin around using his last legendary, uh... Actually, I think I messed that up. One second. Like a bonus side. Oh, I did kind of mess that up. That's okay. Uh, he is going to go ahead and spin around, and he is going to make an attack against Faye. this thing up in front of me. What am I doing? Stop dropping it, because you need it, you dummy. 
Uh, oh. So that is going to be a 27. No, no, no. sorry. That's a 32. Sorry. Seven, seven plus five. With it's probably more than that. I don't know. With oh, disadvantage? it does have disadvantage, right. doesn't it? I'm sorry. Thank no, you for okay. reminding me. He gets, he gets disadvantage until I go again. Okay. So that's a 24 to hit. That hits my buff 22. Yeah, I, I found the dice that likes me. <laughs> but what I will do is I will take double damage for my Feast of Pain. Okay, so... Uh, I get six spell slots worth of spells back. Holy cow. Okay, well, I actually rolled low on the damage die, so you will, only damage. Take, you will only take seven points of slashing damage. And that's double? No, so, well, double, so 14. That's Sorry. 14. All right, I'll take it. I'm, thinking, take it. I, I'm thinking just raw numbers. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so that is that is all of his of his actions. Um, so I accidentally used his action on one of his legendary actions. So on his turn, he will already have used his action. So I'm gonna just minus that away from him to make up for my mistake. But going next on the initiative is Viren. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm assuming I can get close to him now. Now that he's like back by us. Yeah, he's he's well within reach. For you to, to, to get mm -hmm. him. Uh, and you said he was looking badly after everything that just happened to him? <laughs> yes. You you can see that he's still trying to shrug this halfling off of his shoulder, and you can hear the growling <laughs> sounds coming from Raggle. You can see that Faye has just uh, epically landed at a three point stance right behind him after this explosion has actually knocked him forward a couple, uh, a couple of steps. Okay. Uh, yeah, Byron's going to um, close to him, and he's going to attack him uh, just with his uh, vampire claws. Okay. Uh, twice. Uh, first one. Uh, that is a 25. That is a hit. Okay. Nice. And the next one is a 24. Nice. Okay. Nope, that is still a hit. As... As you come rushing up, this figure actually turns to look at you. And as you go to strike, you can actually see that he is, like, faster than reaction. He seems to be moving just ever so gently out of the way. But you, being an expert in this kind of combat, easily uh, move your claws around, counteracting his dodge and attacking him with your full force. So both attacks hit. Okay, uh, and then, um, uh, and before, uh, for fl flavor purposes, in between the tap, and it's more so of like, <laughs> like, like face slaps <laughs> instead of like, <laughs> like actual, like, like, clocking in. Um, yeah, like backhand him, and he's, and Byron's going to, yeah, Byron's going to ask, I'll give you one chance to answer why. Okay, so go ahead Whoa. and uh, roll damage for your first attack. Okay, first attack is... Hmm. Uh... Got Ghost Raggle over there in the corner. <laughs> uh, okay. Mm, Getting more dice because okay. I have a film coming up. Bloody. I don't want... 
Uh... Okay, the first one is 50. <laughs> 50 points of damage?! Is he still alive? I hope he's still alive, because I need him really? to answer the question. I don't- really? I can also turn that number down. I- I'm really glad I did not damage buff you. Holy crap. Holy <laughs> crap! You know, TG, right. I'd also like to actually take my turn. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, let me- no, let me math gonna, it out. I will actually really let you have the damage to 25. Let me math this out real quick. Oh okay, my god! If he's still alive, then that's great. Uh, I can't go lower than 26. Dude! So nice. I hope he had more than 26 health. Okay, that's so. Dirty damage. As you glide up, your form actually. I'm actually Spooky gonna go ahead. Boy. I'm gonna stop the music for just a second. Your, your form actually dissipates you you seem to have this echo following you from the speed of which you're moving forward and just like a gunshot you guys hear this uh, this just concoffing slap across the face you actually see where this this bread had been stuck in this creature's face go flying across the room and embedding uh -huh. itself in the wall and you watch as a section of the face is actually removed completely from this thing. There is no, there is no mending the skin back together. There is nothing there left. Of doom. It, there's nothing left to mend. This creature goes down on one on one knee from this impact. What do you want to ask him? Why? So as he goes down, he looks back up. I will set this world free for my master. Who is your master? One who is greater than you. Uh. And it uh. is only just a short time now before you meet your doom. Uh... I have met many greater than me. They all fall eventually. And I'll slap him again with my second one killing him. This, at this point, you just step forward and just... I, I want to I say like the, the shrimp that's underwater that's like got like a, a super punch. Just like one Pistol of shrimp. those. Oh, yeah. Yes. The, just like one of those, yeah. your arm extends out in the blink of an eye. There is no head left on this person whatever like whatever 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 material whatever material was was made up or made up the 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 head of this creature is splattered across the wall going from the wall to the seating to all the way to the ceiling itself the form shudders and then falls limply on the ground in this in the quiet of what you have just done, you hear this voice, this disembodied voice. You are too late. My master will soon be free, and then you will all perish. The creature 
a humanoid devoid of any skin, correlation, and lacking indefinable features. Oh, okay, never mind. So that ends at that. So uh, I think that is actually a typo, Carl. Um, you You have that all written as if I'm supposed to be reading it. But anyways, so you, you hear this voice come out. You are too late. And as that voice echoes in this chamber, the ground beneath you cracks and breaks open. I need everybody to make me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, snap. I'm pretty sure Raggle, Raggle has a plus 10 to that. Dexterity? Yes, because I buffed you. Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah you have a plus 10. I like that. I like the whole 30, 20. Hey, Mario, can you make me save this one? <laughs> yes. Thank you. 28. Yeah, no, really uh, it's uh, in the actual PDF of the book. Um, uh, you have it uh, where, where it's like, I'm supposed to read. Read the following aloud. You are too late. My master will soon be free, and then you will all perish. And that should be where it ends, because then right after that, you still have it in the golden text. And it says, the creature, a human devoid of any skin co correlation and lacking indefinable features, grass dependent around its neck and crush. Well, okay, maybe that maybe I'm just reading it wrong, because I've already said that. So I guess I'm, I'm rereading what I've already set the stage on. So never mind, that's my fault. Thought, thought I'd pulled a fast one on you, but instead I pulled it over my own eyes. <laughs> You Jedi mind tricked yourself. Yeah, there's no things up here. <laughs> okay. I like my lucky dagger. I rolled an out one. I'm gonna re-roll that. Oh my Ooh. you have a lucky dagger too. Uh, oh my god. Uh, I spent my gold wisely. Let's see. Hey. Okay, that's a 14 for me. Okay, so 14 going going around. Uh so I'll go from stream. So uh Raggle. 28. 28, Faye. Okay, 20. Viron? Uh, saved from Muriel's ability. Okay. Alright, so... Uh, who had the lowest, Muriel? You had the lowest, Me? right? 14. 14, yeah. Sorry, I have so many numbers in my head, I lose count. Alright, so Muriel, you, you actually stumble a little bit from the sheer crack that is, that is happening underneath your feet. This black obelisk. Actually, I, this I can read. Uh... Oh, never mind. So it's not it's not a readable portion. This massive explosion of rocks erupts from the floor underneath you. This giant crystal, an obelisk tower, come uh, forms itself in the middle of this throne room. You see this this red and black aura form itself on top of this obelisk, shifting into this form. You guys see this gigantic creature its claws reaching down on either side of the obelisk crushing this the 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 hardened obelisk stone you watch as it stands up it actually doesn't have one head but instead two this rib cage looking uh headpiece wraps around its elongated head and underneath, you can see the pulsing form of this brain matter underneath. Eh. It's 
it, it's broken legs. It's uh, what what kind of style legs are those? Like the chicken walking. Like, Jittergrade. Yes. Jittergrade. Jittergrade legs, uh, perching this form above them and then hopping down. The creature leaps from on top the obelisk pillar, taking flight as it does. It releases a bolt of a bolt of energy at one of the few remaining royal guards. Oh, I guess there were guards there. So my bad. Uh, I'm just they gonna read ahead so I don't I don't were, mess this up. They were crapping their pants. It's fine. <laughs> they were they were all what in was, shock behind what you. What are they gonna do with their little baby rolls? Anyway? Honestly, I totally forgot. There should have there should have been like royal guards in there. Uh, all right. So, Kyle. Yes. How big is its mouth? Uh, oh, what are you doing? Let me yeah, let me check real quick. Because I might Ant-Man be exaggerating Thanos. how big this thing is. I know I get into story time. All right, so it is a large creature. Okay. So okay. it does it does have a jowl that opens up on either side. These two heads. These uh, this hissing sound seems to come out. This form drops down from on top of the obelisk, and you can hear this distant whisper of a voice my strength may not be what it once was but you will all suffer the indignity the korabeth has endured the korabeth will not be denied in its revenge its eyes fall upon each and every one of you all right at this point, I would like everyone to go ahead and re-roll me initiative as we are starting a new round. Maybe I'll be faster. Okay, so how long that did that take for the sake of uh, time as far as like spell effects and the like? Thirty seconds. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want you guys to lose uh, some of the buffs and stuff you have because I, I actually really enjoyed you guys I'm buffing yourselves up buffs. for this for this fight. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry, Carl. I seem to be butchering everything, but I hey, absolutely, listen, absolutely you're doing love. It, like on the stream, off the cuff, it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's okay, it's, it's gonna happen. And like everything is so good in this, I highly recommend if you guys are looking for one shots or adventure, uh, uh, off the cuff adventures and stuff, jump on there and get and get some of his stuff. They're really, really cheap. They're like five bucks to fifteen dollars. I think I remember right. Like, oh, he's just an amazing writer, and I'm enjoying the story so far. Okay. Not cheap. Reasonable. Very reasonable. reasonable. Yes. He's very reasonable. He was, uh, yeah. So, okay. So, Nash, buddy, I love you, but you're in the way. I have a stream. I love you. Face going to look at all of you with the, please tell Go. me no look. Go down. Go down. Okay. All right. So, uh... I should actually do this how I normally do this. Uh, 20 through 15. 30, 20. 18. 18. Sorry? Uh, who, has uh, a high, who has a higher dex out of, out of you two? I have zero. Who has a higher... My okay, dex so. is negative two. My dex would be plus two. Whoops. Byron, spell it right so you know how to say it. Okay, <laughs> and then uh, Mira, what'd you get? For my initiative? Yes, for your initiative, please. It was baby. It was, it baby. was like 12. It was 12. Oh. All, right. All right. So let me go ahead and roll the initiative for the Sarabeth. Sarabeth. Oh. Yes. I said that right, right? Yeah, the Sarabeth. 
Oh, and I didn't put my music on loop. For shame. How dare you. Yeah, I just hit the pause play. Okay, there we go. Now, boom. All right. Fixed. Uh, so that is going to be... All right, this hulking form drops down. Um, I'm gonna say from where it erupted, it was at the body of the the skin shifter. So you guys, so Miro, you are on, you're on the floor, prone because you you failed to save. Everyone else is five. everyone else is on their on their feet. Don't let that get you down. Uh, <laughs> Let's see, so he would be he would be facing he would be facing opposite of the throne room. Okay, three people to attack. He's got Raggle to attack, he's got Viron to attack, and Muriel, you're gonna be also on that. Um nice. I will separate everything off. Raggle! You are his target, as you seem to bark and growl at this creature. It instant it's 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 two heads, it's four eyes lock on you. Um, check. Oh, I actually need to open this up too. I apologize everyone, there's a lot of stuff that happens with this guy. I like this. So, as the Cerebeth turns and looks at you, Raggle, you can hear this 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 voice once again. You look easy. Your mind is going to be assaulted by just this gibbering onslaught of thoughts. I need you to make me uh an intelligent saving throw. At least I get a plus 10s. Or plus D10. Thanks, Muriel. You are welcome. It'll be 19. 19. That is a fail. Ugh. You will take. Two, three, four. You will take 13 points of psychic damage. Your intelligence and your charisma drop to one. At this point, you cannot activate spells, items, understand language, or communicate in any intelligible way. The creature, however, can identify friends, follow them, and even protect them. Can I still attack things? 
I, from what I what I'm seeing is that you still understand that that is big big bad and must big eat. Big bad kills. Okay, so with that, that is going to be his turn. Ooh, I need to remember that that's also there. Okay, so moving on to you, Raggle. It is now your and turn. I now 20 on my concentration on my spell I had already, but I don't know what that does with my whole Feeble Mind dum-dum. Right? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say with Feeble Mind, you are unable to maintain that concentration. That 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 inner primal that's rage that you have. Fine, he's close enough I can bite him still. Yep. It's fine. <laughs> I don't need Dragon's Breath to kick his ass. I just need to be on the ground close enough to him. Okay, so. Let's make some attacks. Because he's close enough for me to get up to him, yeah? Uh, I would say the obelisk is about 10 feet up. But just knowing how Raggle is, you can easily just scale the side of this thing and jump up and get him. Well, I have a strength of 29, so I can, like, jump vertically pretty well. Yep, yep, you're good. You can hit him. Raggle, by the way, it is. He's got some vert. Go. Let's go with the claw attacks first because that makes sense for order of things. We gotta get all the right dice to use. Math is hard. <laughs> Does a 22 hit him? Uh. 22 does hit. Okay, sick. Then the other one's definitely got to hit him because that's like 18 plus 15 with a bunch of numbers. Yeah, it's a bunch of numbers. It's over 30. You're good. And just for the sake of his uh, bite after his two claw attacks, because yay, claw attacks, offhand weapon, open hand, blah, blah, blah. That's cock. That's also cock. Stop that. a 20 hit 20 does not hit okay so just the claws no bite i'm also gonna go into a rage i forgot that we'll work with that next round that's fine so all right let's see what we got for damage i gotta do a bunch of math now <laughs> that's okay while okay, you're figuring so that you, out we can do you need differentiation between piercing and slashing for him uh No, no, Wait, you're, no, you're all good. Wait, don't worry about that because I only got the slashing. Yep, nope, you're you're all good. Okay, so while you're doing that, I'm going to go ahead and push forward. So, uh... I I have to wait. I have to wait because he would, he would use this right after that. That is going to be 47 points of slashing damage, all told. Jiminy Christmas! I didn't even Please. get to bite him! Whoops, I'm Not adding bad, instead yo. of subtracting. Yeah, let me just add that as health. No. No. Okay. I don't like that. So as you just scale the side of this obelisk, he the, the Cerebeth actually brings an arm up and you just latch onto the side of this thing, clawing at this at this arm the best that you possibly can. The Cerebeth actually brings its arm in closer. Ah. 
I am not the one who you should be attacking. Therbath is going to use his legendary action and use commanding thoughts. He is going to target you. I need you to make a constant or a charisma saving throw. My charisma is a one. Mm-hmm. Yup. However, you got a chance. Um, no, I just got to roll have... a nat twenty. That's all. Or, or <laughs> that's or, all I got to do. Or, or I have one. I have one more six turn of failure. Oh, that thing. Yes, that's a lovely thing. So you could use that if you fail. Well, that's a two. Do you want to use it? I'd love to. <laughs> you I don't want to bite friends. <laughs> it's all yours. What are you talking about? Would it be the first time? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a very malicious way. It's true. Bite to hurt. All right. What is what is your? Uh, so you can you can succeed. Is that what it what it does? If yep. I see so an ally fail. Yes, if I see an ally fail a saving throw, I can choose to have them succeed instead. All right, so you can actually see Raggle actually standing back, shaking his head from this, from all of these thoughts jumbling together inside. And you just call out to Raggle, remember who your friends are. (laughs) And you can see Raggle grins his teeth and begins to once again uh, dive for the Cerebeth's throats. Okay, so that is that is see, dang it, I really wanted to catch you on that. All right, so that is going to be the <laughs> end of big. his legendary action. Uh, so we're gonna move down. Faye, it is now your turn. So sorry, Kyle. How, no, how dare you no. guys be overpowered? How dare you? How dare we? <laughs> Faye's eyes turn a bright purple and she cries out, "Fire in the hole!" As her mage hand takes off her fireball necklace and goes straight into the throat of your monster. Oh my um, gosh. Yes. All I right. asked you how big the mouth was. I, and, a fireball necklace could go it's, inside of the mouth? It's a necklace, yep. Okay. And it's gonna just go into the throat and try to just go in as far as you can as it's choking. Thank um, cheese style. <laughs> Kyle. So uh, what I what I want to do here is the Cerebeth is going to see this happening. It's going to see this thing get ripped yep. from your from your neck, and it's going to be throwing. So I want you to make me an attack, and I will let you use what whatever whatever my numbers spell, you have. Yes. You want my spell attack? Bo- yes, okay. I want you to make a spell attack. That's twenty-two. That is this creature's AC. It is a meet it or beat it. You watch. Yes. You want me to roll the forty-eight d sixes? I can you get an app to just roll them? Yeah. Okay. Just go ahead and do that, or you can roll them if you want. I'm fine with either way. Okay. Forty-eight. Forty-eight d sixes. Um, D and D Beyond is comprehending is two hundred and nine (laughs) damage. Okay. So. You watch as the Cerebeth after, let me, let me just go ahead and turn that down. So this Cerebeth actually turns, uh, turns towards, um, I'm forgetting names now, turns t- towards Muriel af- after she said that and Raggle gaining his composure once again, trying to go after this creature's throat. You yell fire in the hole 
And you guys watch as this purple hand just shoves itself down this creature's throat. You can hear an audible gulp as this creature swallows. And then it happens. You all jump off away from this obelisk as fast as you possibly can. You see the form of this Cerebath expand with these multiple explosions within and it splatters everywhere within this room. You can see pieces <laughs> of flesh dripping from all of the surfaces within this throne room. Byron's going to try and cover his, <laughs> of his friends with his wings from the blood. Faye is just happy. She's throwing confetti. It's blood and guts, but it's confetti, and she's so happy right now. She went boom. So how much damage did I take? Um, honestly, I'm going to, I'm going to say that it is all contained. I'm, I'm going to say it was all contained. So all of the damage okay. happened to the Cerebeth itself. And just what you guys would have to do is maybe just dodge the flesh that is coming That's around. Amazing. Byron's going to use his wings to block as much flesh from Mary. Oh, Raggle ain't dodging nothing. He's fine. <laughs> you know, honestly. I mean, he cares even less now. Honestly, <laughs> with, with that. I will save the rest of this book for whoever purchases it after. There is more to this story. But with that, you guys send the Cerebeth back to where it came from. Whatever revenge plot that it had decided that it was going to bring upon this kingdom was shut down with a gentle swallow. And that... <laughs> Is where we will end. Guys, that was absolutely amazing. I, oh my gosh. Let's go ahead and move back to this, to this, uh, this page. Like, I am absolutely blown away. That was absolutely Big genius. And rolling boom. exactly 22 for it to go down the you throat of the Cerebeth. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh my gosh. Guys. Thank you so much for joining me and this absolute amazing cast. If you guys want to see more, be sure to follow me on Twitter, Instagram, any of the social medias. I have already seen so many people follow me. I actually wonder if I've broke a hundred. So all everyone that who has followed me tonight, thank you so much. I hope to be doing more of this in the future, but right now I'm going to focus a little bit on my metal art stream, but if you want more of that crispy and delicious D&D, &D, please jump over to my best friend on this platform. Wolf, take it away. I am on Twitch at WolfsFox. You can find me there. You can find me on Twitter at DMWolfFox. Or you can come find my blog at www.dungeonfox.com. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram, but that's not my big platform. So if you really want to get a hold of me, it is Twitter. Or you can email. Actually, let me, I'll get the, I'll get the slideshow back up real quick. I will go over here back to Wolf so you can see everything. Right, there's, there's all the information. And guys, a special thank Yay. you to Heimdall who has been hanging out in chat. He is the writer of this amazing story. I've had to change a lot of it in order to be able to fit within my within my sure. world, but everything that he writes is all is world neutral, so it fits in any setting. Guys, this has absolutely been so much fun doing this. So please make sure you show everybody here that love and support that that tastiness 
that everyone has already shown me. And guys, make sure you jump on over to uh, Carl on on his stuff. Let me let me let me do this. I have I have pictures to show people. <laughs> I need to show them. But jump on over to the DMs Guild or um, the other one, Drive Through RPG. Check out his stuff. It is worth the purchase, guys. Thank you everybody for showing up, and I will catch you all next time. And as always, stay tasty. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh my gosh, dog. <laughs> <laughs>